<laughs> yo, alright. Next time you gotta just hit her. Not that I can. Right. Yo! Alright, Dana White, relax. Oh, I woke hey, up yo. Chris Breezy. I... Oh my god, man. <laughs> oh. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold blooded. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. I fear nobody. I walk like a champion. What's up, everybody? This is episode 166 of the Saratobi Sports Podcast coming to you live from beautiful Baldwin, New York, here at Regrown Recording Studios. If you don't know where it is, it's off exit 20. Take Grand Ave all the way down past uh, that one street oh I don't God. remember. Make a left. If you've hit the water, you've gone too far. Bring you in, as always, your lovable host, just stuck in traffic, just on this damn phone, just in transition, but most importantly, just a friend, JT. What is up, everybody? And to my right, a man that needs some introduction, the guy needs God himself. Dijon Mustard, Celine Dijon. Jamu to everybody. The Mavi Mamba, my son JT is on one right now. Um, he lit in the studio, he off that yak. I said I'm on one. Or something very similar. Happy to be him too. Very nice, very nice. And to my far right. We're getting out before 10. A man that needs no introduction. He walks with a cane, not because he has to, but because he needs to. Do we have clearance to uh, say it? It don't matter. Doesn't matter. The Bishop of Bitches. Mr. World Wide West. Everywhere I go, leave a worldwide mess. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> new year, new me, new laptop. I'm here. I'm hey. outside. Hey. How many tabs are open right now? Two. Now, Great actually, start. I lied. One. One Great to start. start. One That's to it. Start. You're starting off the year strong. You see what I'm saying? I'm going Ooh, crazy. Ah, uh, yes. And to my far right. So far right, he is in the other room. The Saratobi Soundman himself. The voice from beyond the great beyond. The great Gabagool. Greg Pasovich. Matt Barber, everybody. I have captured all of the nut seed. It belongs to me. Nigga, all of your nutmegs. Nigga, Matt said he's the Lorax. He speaks for the nutmegs. He's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. I'm weak. Yo, oh my goodness. You guys uh, didn't know. Nutmeg is not a nut. Nutmeg is not a nut. That is very confusing. And you know what? Shout out to anybody that did not grow up speaking English but learned English later in life. Because this is a stupid-ass yeah, language. Is dumb. It's stupid. The word nut is in the thing. How is it not the thing that is the word? In fact, on the back of the bottle, it says, and I quote, Nutmeg is the seed of a fruit resembling an apricot. Hmm. It has a deliciously sweet and nutty flavor. It will enhance your favorite meat soup and preserves it also adds an exotic touch to baked goods such as cookies cakes and pies i've never heard of people really using nutmeg on meat like that actually you put nutmeg a dash of nutmeg in bolognese really huh. ah, i'll keep that in mind next time i make some i'm now getting hungry so that shit definitely kicking in this is uh this is a learning experience this is what we do on saratobi sports we uh we we, we teach the peoples we teach the peoples. Absolutely. For our Spanish listeners, uh, la nuez moscada no es exactamente una nuez, sino la semilla de un fruto parecido al albaricoque. 
What is happening? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, that was a great pronunciation, Matt. Yes. What I will say to that, Matt, in response is, Lo siento, uh, senor. Yo no hablo español. And, um, Mr. Griffin, no home. We need more lemon pledge. Yo, can y'all please, please? Sorry. It's 10 p.m. Do you, Do you know, know your children, children are? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, growing up, I used to sit here like, why the fuck are they asking that, bro? I low-key was scary, though, because they had it the scary-ass music behind it. Right. Where's your children? Shouldn't they all be inside? Bro, those in the fucking the New York Smokes commercial. Those commercials are so OD. The, the Smokers Quit line. I used to love going swimming. Oh, my God. <laughs> No, I, I can't, can't swim I anymore. can't take a shower. I can't swim. If water gets in, it will drown me. Y'all, there is a place. Yo, do nah. you remember? Nah, it's nah. my fault, nigga, nah. smoke? Do you remember the one where it was just like, you just hear the dude like wheezing and coughing for yes. like 30 seconds? You'd be like, Bro. you know, we'll be back. That with <laughs> the worst the, shit that I ever The Yankees seen. just finished the third inning. We'll be back after this short commercial break. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> nah, boy. This is what smoking sounds and they, like. And they knew exactly Bro. when the fuck to have those commercials because I remember specifically as a kid watching Cartoon Network and watching Nickelodeon at certain points, and they'd be like, oh, you don't always <laughs> die from tobacco. I'm like, nah. Like, y'all are showing this to kids. Like, y'all are really trying to... Um, yeah, bro. Tempt us. This is your and, brain. Um, before this is your brain on drugs. Any questions? Right. They knew. Hey, hey, man. Some Absolutely. kids uh, took that message. Some didn't. Absolutely. Well, we are here in the studio on Wednesday, and you know what? I gotta say, this was probably the most entertaining wild card weekend outside of the last game. This was the most entertaining wild card weekend I think I've seen in a while. Every single game was exciting, more or less. Uh, you know, this, the Niners game was kind of, and I think we all kind of figured that they would run away with that at some point. But I mean, the game of the the game of the week, the weekend, Jaguars, Chargers. I mean, I got. Some is games. this the greatest? Is this the great? Is this the best comeback you've seen? Because I don't even, to be honest, I don't even count that thirty-three to zero comeback for the Vikings because the Colts were a team that was planning to tank. It's, it's literally a bad team in regular season. This is the playoffs down 27 to zero at home when your starting quarterback throws not one, not two, not three, what? but four first half interceptions, three of which were done by Asante Samuel Jr. Shout out to him. And they still came back and won at the end. And you know it's crazy. And you know, my, me and Miles, we came up on this because we, you, you just got that feel. At what point? Let me ask you. At what point did you know Jaguars are winning this game? So this is so. It, in case y'all didn't know, I actually hit on the bet when the Jaguars was down twenty-seven to seven, and I just know how. I, I, anyhow, I, I put in a bet. I won a little bit of money, and because the Jaguars obviously ended up winning the game, but the the the, the moment that I felt that they had a chance to come back was when because the Chargers got the ball at at, at halftime, mm -hmm. so they got the ball. Jaguars get a little stop, mm -hmm. and then Trevor Lawrence starts moving the ball a little bit. I'm like twenty seven to seven. Like man, fuck it. it at, at, at worst, they can tie it up. Whatever. If they don't hit, they don't hit. They have twenty seven. They might. The Chargers have been notoriously known. This season for their defense not being able to maintain leads and keep them in keep them in games and guess what happened? Thirty one no not thirty one 
Uh, 24 second half points for the ja for the for the Jaguar. Shout out Trevor Lawrence. Left Trevor Lawrence threw four first half interceptions, but he also threw four touchdowns to match that in the second half. In yeah. the set, well, well three, sorry, three, three in, in the, the second, second half. half. Yeah, yeah. And then one at the end. They needed to score at the end of the, fir the, the, the first half in order for me to even, like, think that this was going to be a close game. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, shout-out to Trevor Lawrence. Shout-out to Doug Peterson. He coached his ass off in the second half. Uh, he won in spite of his quarterback playing like shit in the first half. And I I, I think, you know, it, it may be time for the Chargers to rethink who they have at the helm of this, especially with other potential coaching options available. Um, they already fired their offensive coordinator, uh, Joe Lombardi, mm -hmm. but I don't think that they're going to end up firing Brandon Staley. I mean, I would like them to, but just based off of how everything went, I mean, he already had his, his, um, he already had to address the media after the game, but he just addressed the media again today. I'm not sure if y'all knew that. Mm -hmm. Um, and he basically had to, he, he had to answer a lot that. of the questions of today being Wednesday, Wednesday, the 18th, that is, um, regarding what, what happened and what he said was he had to... The, him and the offensive coordinator just had to go in different directions. It feels like the offense is capable of more, but my whole thing is... Did they is, not fire the defensive coordinator? Did they not fire? I don't think they did. I did not hear of them Well, Brandon, the Well, Brandon Staley calls the, the plays on defense, so I don't think they fired the defensive coordinator. So, well, he needs to... Fire himself? Yeah. Well, or, or at least or, give those duties over on some Nathaniel yeah. Hackett shit. Yes. Or um, he end up like Nathaniel Hackett, which he deserves to. Yeah. Hey man, shout out, shout, shout out Jacksonville though. I, I give them niggas a lot of credit. Oh, they man. yeah. As as much as we bash the Chargers, I, I didn't get to watch the game. As much as we bash the Chargers, like you gotta give them credit, man. They're a young team, playing well. You know they caught fire towards the end of the season. And that's the scariest kind of team. Um, it's a team you don't want to see. It would have been the same thing if the Lions made it in. Yeah. With yeah. the defense, it's like your defense isn't good. Your offense is ridiculous, and you just need a decent performance from your defense that can kind of spur some things and get it going. Yeah. I uh I think it was. I remember I was watching a little bit of the game with my brother, and it was when it got 27-0, I'm like, hmm. So he's like, nah, this is over. I'm like, eh, if they score on this last possession, I think they got a game. They'll get a little bit of momentum. They score 27-7 going to the halftime. I'm like, all right, cool. It's at least worth watching now. Like, at least I, I won't have to turn the game off at halftime. They come out, score. I'm like, okay, all right. You know, a little bit of momentum. When it got to 27-17, that's when I knew they were going to win. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even like, oh, they might. I knew they were going to win because you could just you could see the entire the 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 the, the entire game shift mm -hmm. at that moment. Uh, shout out uh, former Giant Evan Ingram, big game, big game. Um, I just don't. Get it. Like, <laughs> if y'all watch, if y'all are new to football and y'all just started watching, like it makes no sense because we put this man in every position to succeed when he was in a Giants uniform. And I am, and I know for a fact that that man was on the field. It's not like we weren't playing. He was getting, he was getting playing time. He just was that bad. People asking me, Miles, how could y'all let go of Evan Ingram? Why, like, because he didn't play well as a Giant. He played very, no, very valid no, reason. Not very only did he not play not well, like, he played terrible. Come on, he was a pro bowler. He played <laughs> terrible. I've single-handedly watched <laughs> this man lose us games. As a, and that's hard to do at the tight end position. Yeah, that's, that's, that's actually kind of crazy. At the tight end position. Uh, no, I just, man, <laughs> I fucking, I did that that uh, NFL playoff pool. And on the touchdown pick, I originally, because they're like, you have to pick from at least 10 different teams. Um, I originally had Evan Ingram, and I fucking changed it to who? George Kittle. I mean, yeah, well, Kittle, Kittle, Kittle screwed me. No, Kittle didn't no, score. Kittle oh, did not did. score. Oh, he didn't score? 
So who? So who was it? it was, oh, we'll get to the 49ers. All, all three. Second, all three of the other big guys scored. Of course. McCaffrey, Debo, and Ayuk. Of course. Um, and, of, and of course, after Kittle's been frying the past. Exactly. Like, exactly. That's why I picked him. He scored yeah. like exactly. He's been scoring. That's so. the thing with Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram's had a very, very good last four weeks of the season. Yeah. But what's funny about that mouse is the first 12, 13, 14 weeks, nigga was non-existent. Yeah. That was a non-existent man on, on in, in this offense. Mm-hmm. So because Doug probably said, "We're not throwing you the ball in the game so <laughs> you can catch in practice." Pretty that nigga much. probably learned how to catch in practice. Hey man, Doug Peterson halftime adjustments. Fuck it, yo, out yo, here, the Super Bowl esque. He sat Super, here and was Super, like, "Super Bowl winning head coach." That's a dude who got rid of all of them fucking allegations because yep. before they won the Super Bowl, up until up until essentially the playoffs, everyone was like, "This man can't coach." Jason Kelsey said it in his speech, and then after this man could not coach. But he out there hooping and Jacks got them boys hooping in Jacksonville playing hard. You know what I mean? He seems like he might be a little bit more of a de- developmental style coach. Yeah. But um, hey, making great adjustments, having them boys playing play real hard and being a dangerous team. Like, you know, granted, I think we're all on the same page on them not winning next week, but it's not going to be an easy out. Hey, hey man. Hey. I don't. Gonna be I don't. I don't th- anything I, can happen. Anything can happen. I honestly and what's to call it? I, I I think I spoke about it a little bit last week, but I'm really I'm ready to reintroduce this to the conversation of. The, whoever the Jacksonville general manager is, I could probably just look it up. I will look it up in a second. He deserves to win exe- NFL Executive of the Year, and here's why. <laughs> Think about the signings that this man made in the offseason, right? All right, Doug Peterson is head coach. Fine. Cool. Um, Christian Kirk. Signed Christian Kirk to a very, very, like, Christian Kirk-friendly deal that <laughs> nobody was like. Everybody People was, like, was talking shit about that deal the entire time. Bro. Of course. Absolutely. Thousand-yard receiver. Had had t- had a lot of touchdowns this season too. Zay Jones, people like, why the fuck you paying that much for a second and third option? Sign Evan Ingram from the Giants. Oh, this guy, he can't, he sucks. He's not good. Think about the think about the trades that he made. Traded for traded traded away James Robinson so that way Travis Etienne could get all of these fucking touches. Has m- so many Yo. consecutive games of a hundred of a hundred yards. They're getting and then Calvin also- Ridley next season. That, That's true, yeah. I forgot about that. And I said all of that, and I didn't even get to that. I forgot about that, bro. So we think about the jump that Trevor Lawrence has taken from last year all the way to this year. If we want to be if we want to be real, we got to give the general manager as much credit as probably more credit than we giving Doug Peterson right now. Hey, um, that's talking about being on the same page. Like that's how an organization should. Like, you know, he hired um as yeah, he hired Peterson, but like being on the same page with the coaching staff of what it is that you're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Or if you're a GM having an idea of these are the players that we want who can coach these people. Because that's where we get a lot of people who like talent isn't used properly and stuff like that and so much friction where it's either a coach was there, new GM comes in, wants to go one way, isn't on the same page with the coach or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, but like you said, they, they did a great job making a lot of moves that people criticized, but they had their plan and it ended up, you know, I guess it, it's similar to one of those like almost like the Bengals were like, yeah, probably next year we're going to be really good. But like, for them to have a success early, it's it's you know a great show of things. Um, honestly, like even thinking of like the Hawks that year, right? They put all the pieces a little early, um, signed some deals, made some moves that were like, what's happening? But then they end up making the Eastern Conference Finals um two years ago, right? Uh, but I don't know, like that that's gonna be crazy when he comes back. Um, but hey, on this podcast a couple weeks ago, y'all don't remember it was a conversation on. Who was more disappointing, Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence? All right, mm-hmm. and now we can Trevor Lawrence second half of the season, man. Yeah, yeah. Good. and shout out, and shout out to him, and shout out to the Jaguars. And this is where I will give Doug Peterson credit. They're one of the best second half teams in the NFL. I'm not even speaking just about this game. They done came. Mm-hmm. They they probably came back and winning won in every single game that they won mm-hmm. against uh, the, against against the Ravens, against the Raiders. 
the Cowboys game. The Cowboys game. I can shoot. It's it's probably it's probably it's probably a reach, but I don't really think that's an unfair statement to make. Let's see. Let's actually go through it. So you got so the tight the Titans they just straight scraped them. Mm-hmm. The Jets they scraped. Sorry, J- JT. Yeah, the Texans okay. they scraped. They came back and won against the Titans, against the Cowboys, against the Ravens. Like I said, against the Raiders. Yeah. Well, they got some games earlier in the season that they just... And it's funny because they scraped the Chargers in L.A. But that was also the game after Herbert had the the whole ribs uh, Ah, situation. Indeed they did. But, you know. So shout out out to Coach, bro. Yeah. Um, Not really much else to say about the the, the Jacksonville game outside of shout out to the organization. Top to bottom, they just making the right right moves for the future. It's going to be scary for a lot of teams. In the AFC, not mm-hmm. my, not not AFC really. is just getting more and more stacked, bro. Right. All these young teams are doing things, and now that we know that that team, like it's proven that they're managed so well, they know they're gonna go defense heavy on this draft because they don't, you know, essentially all their offensive options are short up. Yep. Or super young, so like you get them. That's that's how you build a franchise, man. Indeed. That is how you build a franchise. I just wanna um shout out to all of the quarterbacks that made it to the divisional round. This is probably the first time in a long time that everybody is under 30 i don't know if that's ever happened that every single quarter the oldest quarterback is Dak, and he's 29 outside of that purdy's 23 um daniel jones is 25 hertz is 26 mm. they're all like yeah. just about burrow's 26 josh allen's 26 27 yeah that's like pat, 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 pat mahomes is 27 mm. and that's basically daniel jones is 25 but how old is how old is brady right now 46. 46. 45, 40, 45, 46. Okay, so you figure he doesn't miss the playoffs basically ever. So he's been in the playoffs every year, so minus 15 years from now would be like, what, 2000? Oh, no, math. Eight. 2008? Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's nuts. I, yeah, I would love to see the stat on that because, yeah. Yeah. Like him him and Peyton were in the playoffs every single year. Yeah. Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers was there. Old. Drew Brees was there. Even like, in, the, in the early 2000s, though. Rogers. In the early 2000s, though, you still had Favre, yep. who was, you know, in, in his 30s. Yeah, uh, Elway for a long time in the late 90s, so that, like, yep. ended eventually, but, you know, he still was around. Yeah. That's tough. That's really tough if you really put it in perspective, because it's been, it, this is this is the future of the NFL that yeah. we're looking at. The whole top of the, the whole top of the AFC, really. I feel is, like it really sunk in when um, Breeze yeah. retired. Where we were just like, all right, all right, like, this is really like now it's the full shift. We gonna see it because we knew Brady was gonna play till whenever. But like once Breeze was like retired, right. like yeah, Breeze, you got Phil Rivers, Eli, like you know, Roethlisberger. Like that. Yeah, well, Roethlisberger stayed a year longer than he should have. Right, exactly. Um, but yeah, when once Rodgers and Brady retired, then that's it. Yeah, we we looking at the future. Or the, I guess you could say the now of the NFL. Yeah, you know we're looking at the, the, cha- the official change on the guard at that yep. point. So, yeah. So, anyhow, before we just get caught up talk- talking about, you know, these young quarterbacks, because shout out to them. They're all going to get their due diligence. Uh, we spoke about Kittle not scoring, so we can talk about the 49ers for a little bit. Not much to talk about. Kyle Shanahan is really good, and that team has a ton of weapons. Shout out Brock Purdy playing well. That was, again, I was going to choose him as quarterback. I chose Josh Allen and Danny Dimes, so it wasn't bad, but, like, I, I was going to pick Purdy. When, when is that bad game going to happen? Because well, it's well, it did because not, I it mean did, three, listen, three thirty-one, yeah. three touchdowns, a rushing touchdown. But I told like, y'all it wasn't gonna happen this week. I told <laughs> yeah, y'all, we I knew told it was gonna happen. I, this week. I, I, well, let's still, say it happened. Let's say it happened this week, and the defense win him this game. It's very possible. How you, you feeling confident going into the eight, um the NFC Championship? Hey, we gotta do what we gotta do first. I'm gonna talk about the Giants last. Okay, but we'll we gonna talk about what we what we gonna do. do you just, for, oh, I was like, you went to 49. I was gonna say we can go through AFC. NFC. Only thing I was gonna oh, only thing I was gonna say about the 49ers 
they're just too talented offensively yeah. to ever lose. Like, I mean, it it probably will happen at some point because no team is invincible. But this is just crazy. And on defense, they got a complete team. Too. All, all three levels, they got, bro, they got guys. They have they have a Pro Bowl linebacker, a bro, a Pro Bowl safety, a Pro Bowl D tackle. I think they're the only. No, not Pro Bowl. All Pro. Sorry. And I believe yeah. that I mean, everybody, the only only team that has all pros at every three on every on every level. I mean, maybe the Eagles, but even so, but even so, the 49ers defense, bro, because they got because they got mm. Slay. I don't know who the Eagles. Wait, first team or just doesn't in general? Because we because the Jets had that as well. It doesn't matter. This is true. This is true. Is what? No, it's not like I, I don't care if it's first or second team. The all pro oh. is all pro. Oh, then the stat doesn't matter then because Jets had that as well. But no, no. It, it just speaks to your defense as well. It does. It does. It, yeah, it, it, I mean, well, y'all, I mean, y'all, y'all also had a elite defense though. Like let's like yeah. also like acknowledge yeah. the fact that you know y'all um, y'all have an elite defense. I just like. I don't think a team is gonna come in and beat San Francisco. They're San not. Francisco, it's gonna come down to if they're gonna beat themselves. Yep, that's what it'll be. Yep, they had a first team All Pro on every defensive level. Nick Bosa, mm-hmm. Red yep. Warner, obviously. Yep, and then Talanoa Hufunga. The I was I was yeah. say Hufunga had to have been. Dude. Boy, this yeah. nigga is tough. He's been hooping. Yeah, you don't oh. see Samoans that slim, and he been out here hooping. Yo, he be, he he yes. went to the school of Troy Palomalu. He trained with him every offseason. Yo, um, yes, but the Jets do have the Jet. The Jets would be the other team that have All Pro on every on every it's level. Honestly, giving point. like um. It's it's similar to like how the Rams defense is built last year, mm-hmm. where it was just like this is a team that really outside of Brock Purdy doesn't have a bunch of young pieces. It's veterans who play really well. Mm-hmm. They're well coached, and they like they know what they're here to do. That team, like they're, it, they should be the ones to to do it. What are their odds? And what, what are whose odds to win? I think I, yeah. last time I saw it was like three thirty. That uh, might have been before the, the, the Cowboys. No, oh, the all to win the all to win the to win the, the Super Bowl. I, they I prob- seen they, If I'm being honest, they probably should have. The, if I like, they I think should if have you know the football, best odds. They should. They have the favorite. lowest odds. I'm yeah. Well, certain I, they the, do. Yeah, I, right. I think it goes uh, 49ers, Chiefs, Futures, so, Bengals, Bills. So no, in Chiefs, order, it's Chiefs, 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 Chiefs first. Bills. Yes, it's Chiefs, Bills. Bills being that far off is ridiculous. Eagles. No, the Bengals being that far off is ridiculous. I'm not gonna lie. down. Yeah, they're plus seven fifty. I feel like the, the, the they're second the, to last. The best? No, 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 no. The the Giants are second to last. We're plus oh, twenty five hundred. Right. I mean, there's value. Listen, wait. So it, who's last? Jaguars. The Jaguars. If if y'all really had cojones, I like Jack. The the no, not the Jaguars. The oh. Bengals, Bengals. Bengals at plus seven. I was gonna say Bengals at seven fifty is not that bad. Listen, That's not bad at listen, all. They obviously like they said it. They've lost an offensive like one of their offensive linemen in the past three games, which is rough. But not every team they're gonna play is gonna have a defense like the Ravens did. Like you're you're doing all these teams that have defensive. The, we know the Bills have defensive weakness. We can talk about that game. Them motherfuckers almost lost. This is true. The Bills defense is not fucking it. And you're gonna sit here and tell me that the, they're gonna stifle the Bengals? Hey, giving up 31 I, points to Skylar Thompson at home. First off, <laughs> uh, all these people is hung up on the fact that okay, Mike Mike McDaniel had like a little like whatever they they ran the time or no no not when they ran the time. It was when it was like third and something, and they weren't gonna get a first down. And Skylar Thompson threw an interception in his own territory. Mm-hmm. I think that's more Skylar Thompson than bad coaching. Agreed. But, but but if we being real, and I and I'll take I y'all know me when I'm wrong, I'll be the first to admit it. I was wrong about Mike McDaniel, bro. He's a really good fucking coach. Good coach. Because I didn't give the Bills a shot in this game. The Dolphins. Dolphins. The Dolphins. A shot in this game. I didn't either, and they made that shit close. Hey man, close that's what I'm as saying. fuck. 
Ghost as fuck. They were they were winning. And they mind you, in the beginning of the game, they kept, they had it, how many boy. drops? They, Everybody was dropping past in the beginning. It was of the down game. seventeen nothing, and they came through and tied it up. They took the lead. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. It was twenty. Yes, exactly. It yeah, was twenty four like, seventeen for a little bit. Then the Bills, you know, they was doing Bill shit. You know, they're good. You know, good teams. But you know what they say, man. It, yeah. it, they they was favored to win this game by 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 fourteen points. They 14. only won by three. I took the old spread at nine uh, yeah. and a half. I thought it was no, no, I thought no. I was safe. Yeah, I took my, the fucking I, I was convinced once Tua wasn't playing they was gonna hit that. And yep. You know I'm not a big spread person either. Yeah, but that shit ruined everything. Yeah, ruined I me, feel you. Me too. I feel you. But you know it's it's, it's also kind of what I was telling y'all before about division games, bro. Division games yeah, that get always, weird in both teams. Both teams that were favored to win their division games in this in this well no actually two of the three because the Seahawks and 49 is a division game too technically um you know took the two teams that i thought were gonna win one but they neither team covered which yeah. is which is which is crazy to say but anyhow uh buffaloes your days are numbered um it's gonna yeah, be joshine another red zone pick yeah it's, it's, uh, been, it's been it's been sit a here and make some season. of the best throws you've ever seen and then do the most knucklehead shit hey I don't know, and it's crazy because the Bills office coordinator is getting some interviews too. So I, I don't know. I don't really know. What's hey, that's going not on. his fault. I Josh just, throwing them picks, not his fault. Yeah, it's true too. It's not schemes. I yeah. tell you that. Hey, listen, it and depends. It, though. It depends. Here, and we're not gonna sit here and say he don't got weapons either. Oh, he, that nigga definitely so, got weapons. Not like the rest. Not like not like not like the guy in in, in Cincinnati. But he got, he got more weapons. than a former MVP. He do got weapons. More weapons than the former MVP. I do give you that. There was a it was a thing going around that was saying. Uh, What's a better duel? Because you know how the media be trying to hype this shit mm-hmm. up. They're talking about Stephon Diggs or Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. I'm just like, what are y'all niggas comparing? Wait, Steph Diggs and who? Stephon Diggs and Gabriel Davis. They were comparing them niggas. I don't want to talk about T. Diggins. I want to talk about T. Diggins. T. Diggins. T. Higgins. Yo, it's not even. He's the only one that can help at coaching at this point. That that's who the the Chargers need. I will say that of the four though, the Stephon Diggs would be. I would take him. Like I think he is the best receiver right now in front of those four. Out of both of those groups, I don't know. I feel like go Jamar Chase I'm going Jamar. is a very close second, he, and yeah. and T Higgins is not far behind him. He, I think one A one B with with, with Jamar and uh. And no, Steph. I think I think I think, I think Steph is clear because Jamar doesn't run routes. The way I was gonna Steph say that the, the only thing Steph has on him is, is Steph, route running. Jamar is a deep threat, big play receiver. That does a lot of other things that, too, though. No, but that's what that's <laughs> what he is. He's a deep like if we're, like we talked about it before. He can do he he can do the other things, but. Who does the other things? T does the other things. He does the other things. T does all the other things. He does the other things. Jamar, like, Diggs does everything. He does do everything. And he does everything at a very, very high level. No, I'm agreeing with you. Like, I do yeah. Think that, I do think that Stephon Diggs is better. That's not saying Jamar is bad by any of a stretch. Yes. But, like, I think that Steph, Stephon is the highest there. But, like, like you said, like, I don't think T is that far behind. Because, like, we saw T with Joe Burrow for three games. And this man was putting up numbers yes. for the rest of the season with whoever the fuck was playing quarterback at that time. Right. All right, $50, we're gonna get to we're gonna get to we're gonna get to T Higgins. Yeah, well, why and we, all why the niggas. When we that? talk, when we talk about why don't the, we get these, to how much these, money were you, these, how much money did you did you miss out on oh, 20, for what? 2500 2500 Joe for saw what? it cheap as hell. You don't remember? For what? what this man mean? missed the shots. Oh, bro. So what what, what oh, did you have to bro. make? Was oh, it like bro. was it like layup free throw? No nope. free throw. It was just thirty seconds of free throws. However many I make, however I however many I make, that's how much money. Or I can just do the half court shot so i made three i wasn't really i wasn't really happy about that i had like four of them rim in and out um the reason why i'm upset is not even because you think that it's the reason why like the the fact that you miss whatever you miss fine it is what it is the Mm. reason why i'm upset is because we specifically have had these conversations before at the barclays yes in here yes 
outside. I went like we've had yes. this conversation. Got I know. Real millions right? of time. <laughs> <laughs> about, yo, if it was us in this position, shots. we'd be good. You know what I'm saying? Like we'd be, you know. So that's why I'm mad. I'm mad because it's like not only did you sell, but we've done had these conversations of what if this moment happened. Miles, I'm telling you. Everything you're saying, to stay ready soon. Got to get ready. Everything JT. you're saying is a hundred percent accurate because there was no worse feeling for me when I kept seeing those bulls rim in and out. Pause, um, and I'm just like, yo, I only made three of these joints. Mind you, it was funny because I talked with my brother before shooting, and he was like, yo, whatever you make, just take the money. I was like, yeah, you're probably right. But I made three, and I was like, damn, my pride and ego kind of hurt right now. The only way I could save it is winning twenty five hundred, which is like. Only twenty five hundred. A lot for a really. I was saying like, damn, Josiah, y'all, y'all niggas can't give me like. We just watched the Knicks guy attempt a shot for fifty thousand. Twenty five hundred. I mean, damn. I should have just tried to to maybe pick the the three point shot, make two or three of those. I would have been Gucci, but it is what it is. Love the experience though. It was fun. Uh, got to meet Ali Love. She's cool. Um, not as tall as I thought. Uh, but yeah. Are a disappointment to the oh no, jo uh, Miles, I'm, I'm telling you, there was nobody that was harder on me than myself. I had nightmares still about it. And that should happen a week and a half ago. But you know, it is what it is. We got the looks we want. I'm, I'm gonna do this like we do uh, that they do player interviews. Yeah, you know, we uh, we got the looks we wanted. Uh, but uh, speaking of blowing great opportunities, go, uh, just to go um, our way. Tyler Huntley. We got to that point in the podcast. What do you mean blowing a great opportunity? You knew that nigga was doesn't fail. Crazy. Right, Tyler Huntley. I'm listening. Reach. Oh, facts, because then, Reach. I mean, I wasn't going to, you know, fine. <laughs> I, I mean, we listen. only had two more games left. Listen, first of all, Three. bad play call. Third down QB sneak and your quarterback's 5-2 when you have a fucking 6'3", 230-pound running back and J.K. Dobbins, who's one of the best goal line running backs in the league. J.K. Dobbins. Right? bad play call off rip second now tyler i understand you're trying to make a play mm -hmm. you are not a large human mm -hmm. some quarterbacks who are great at quarterback sneaks are like six four right mm -hmm. as a small person you try and weave your way through the line if you're gonna sneak and if you're not gonna do that you try and jump over it you ain't getting no running start you tried to poke the ball out and we're convinced you broke the plane and you were like two yards off you, with, it was not close. You done what uh, Joe Burrow did earlier. You it was, got, you it sneak, was not you close. Sneak, you sneak under. Yeah. And Joe Burrow is like twice the size of Tyler Huntley. Mm -hmm. um, that's just, this is what happened. They gave me hope. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have hope. Mm -hmm. It would have been better if it was a blow-up. Yeah. Because now it's just another year. <laughs> I'm win. No, 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 I've been, I've been there. No, absolutely been there. Absolutely better if it was a blow-up. Don't give me hope. If if, it, if it's a blow-up, it's like 31 to 10 or something like I that. I could have played All Pokemon. Right. Don't I would watch. Don't waste my time. Listen. Don't waste my time. And it just was a reminder of the great defense we wasted. Because the the games where we had our players, both times we played the Bengals, we kept the offense under wraps. Mm -hmm. And that and we played them early when we were going through or, or trying to figure out what our defense was. That was a 17 to 16 game in yeah. Baltimore, right? Yep. So like that was before we got Rokon. Mm. We just wasted a great defense once again. On top of that, the defense will never be the same because I doubt Justin Houston's coming back. Jason Pierre-Paul played fantastic for us. I doubt he's coming back. Clayus Campbell's probably going to retire, mm. right? Mm. And this is like, these are key pieces that played amazing. It wasn't like, oh, we're going to do like minor roles. You'll come in and like specialty like roles. Nah, 
they played the bulk of the plays and played amazing and had a great season. Like, again, just the run game looked great. Makes sense against all these I things. fantastic. Honestly, and that's the thing. I don't think Tyler Huntley had a bad game. Like, it's our, our, our season hinged on a bad play call and one of our guys trying to make a play in a situation where he honestly shouldn't have been in. Right? Like... It is so frustrating. It happens, man. Um, and like if you, you just, it's, it was just your turn, John. That's yeah, it. it was. It was. It was and, just your turn. I, I sit here and I'm like, you know, now there's all this talk of cleaning house. What's going to happen with Lamar? Da, da, da. I don't even talk about Lamar stuff. He's, I, I would be very surprised if he's not in the Ravens uniform. Um, y'all check the latest odds. I don't know, man. It's just, it's just wild because yeah, I, 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 I knew for, I knew seen, for a fact. Have you seen any of the thing? Like every day he posts something of him in a Ravens jersey on Instagram. Every day, I saw a like. Hey, I saw a like. On, I saw a like on his Twitter. Would you that be, was a would you be as willing no. to guarantee that that Lamar, that, we, that Lamar will be a Raven? Like how I guarantee season? that Aaron Judge will be a Yankee this season. I I will guarantee that okay. next season Lamar will be on the Raven. The Charles Barkley guarantee? No, because of the <laughs> worst case scenario, they franchise tag. There you go, selfish bastards. And like I said, you franchise tag him, you give him a year to sort it out with the coaching stuff. Um. I don't think John Harbaugh is a bad coach. I think that he just rides for his guys and tried to vouch for Greg Roman and all these things, but there were games where he sat here and said the offense needs to be better and all that shit. He not doing an offensive play calling, right? That he, the idea is he designated to someone else and they're doing a good and they should be doing a good job. This is true. Um so I just don't know if he's gonna survive this offseason because of that. Because of the expectations and everything else. Right? Because I everything like I see in the way you hear people talk, like the players love him, right? And it's just like J.K. Dobbins was right about it. if he had Lamar Jackson, they would have won the game. That that is an absolute fact, right? right? Like that's indisputable. If J.K. Dobbins got the ball in that goal line scenario, he probably would have won the game. Well, right? There's yeah. there's tons of things that we can say about that. Um, they they did what they they had to do. Honestly, they came out, they played better. Like that was the first time since like. First time in four games, they had offensive touchdowns, right? So the offense showed something that game. The defense did their job. It was just the turnovers, again, which has screwed most of our games. Yep. Um, But I think that going, you know, looking forward to the next matchup for the Bengals, the Bills are not what they say they are. And we spoke about it last week, and I realized when I was editing, when we were talking about the Bengals, right, they're, they're not consistent. But they play the best against the teams they're supposed to play the best against. Against those good teams, they will play up. Yeah. And the Bills almost lost to fucking what, 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 fucking Skylar Diggins. Whatever the fucking last name Skylar is. Skylar Diggins is crazy. Shout out Skylar Diggins. Skylar Thompson. I, I know Skylar Thompson. Skylar Diggins is WNBA player. Skylar Diggins is OD. Um, they almost lost to that motherfucker. Shout out Mike McDaniels. But. If the Bills are who they say they are, that shouldn't that game should not have been close. If we're gonna talk about win for Demar and all those things, and again, glad Demar Ham is doing well, but like Demar Hamlin Magic is stomping the team you're supposed to stomp out. Yeah. Right? That's what that should have been. Yeah. So I think the Bengals have a great shot. I personally think they're gonna win. Um it's uh, they're they're the better team. And I said that, you know, we said it before, they're the most complete team. It's just gonna be count come down to consistency but now that they're playing top tier competition i feel a little bit more confident honestly even with their issues going on 
offensive line and all that shit. But um, man, the only thing I want to say about like the situation like from here is just uh, the only head coach I will accept if it's not like one of our in-house people because I think we have a great coaching pipeline and everything like that. I'll take Sean Payton. Sean Payton came on a Manning cast and was out here talking about I really wanted Lamar when I was in New Orleans. Talking about how they don't use Lamar correctly and all those things. And as far as we know, Mr. Staley's still staying there. Doug Peterson's staying there. Motherfucking Josh McDaniels is still there somehow. So if a head coaching opportunity opens up, you want to hire someone out, I'll take Sean Payton. Yeah, it's kind of funny because I said a couple weeks ago, I'm like, man, I don't know about Harbaugh and if he's going to last and if he's the problem. Well, I really did some digging. I thought about it, man. Like look first, first, well, look at the look at the numbers. Yes, John, look at the numbers. But also at the same time, like John Harbaugh put y'all in a position to win this game. Like mm-hmm. I, like we gonna see, we we really gonna sit here and talk talk about the spreads and shit. Bengals eight and a half point favorites. Nothing crazy. I mean, they won by seven. What I feel like based on the way that the game was trending and based off the way it's going, y'all defense kept y'all in the game for as long as they possibly could. And real realistically. Your defense gave up 17 points. The, the 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 other seven came from the bullshit fumble fumble run. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And exactly. That, and, 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 and that's really it. So I, I, I don't necessarily feel as if this is a John Harbaugh issue as much as it is a, okay, this is the second season in a row that John Harbaugh had to deal without, to, to, to lead a team without Lamar Jackson. But this, he, this time, he did take the Ravens to the playoffs and they came within a touchdown of winning the game. And that's what I'm saying. I just, I, I hope that he doesn't get caught up in the shitstorm. Yeah. Like there, and Fair I enough. trust the Ravens organization to do that. But I, I hope he doesn't sit here and talk about the whole, like, it's said that Gregor was leaving at the end of the season regardless, right? The whole fucking Stanford thing. He needs to be fired, not, you know, not resign. But, um, I just hope he doesn't get caught up in, in, in everything or they just go, you know what? Maybe it's just time, right? Like, that, that's that's just how I'm feeling about it. Like, I think that he, I have no issue with him being the head coach. The only head coach I would really want is Sean Payton. Um, anyone else, like, I think we have good assistants that we promote. I think we promote one of our past game coordinators that we brought in to help with the wide receivers um, to actually run our offense. Because when you watch, like, when they first brought them in and they would do all those wires and stuff like that and they would talk to them, yeah. they'd be saying all the shit. They're like, yo, this is what we should do. Like, as wide receivers, this is what you should do. The offense will run like this and all that shit. And what Greg Roman do? Not listen. So, I don't think it's his fault. And, that, like, if you look at his numbers, the production has been there in and out. Yeah. It's tough to justify that firing unless he wants to leave. Right. And I don't think he wants to leave. And I, I don't think he deserves to. Um, but there's going to be a lot of questions going into the season, um, especially, you know, if Lamar gets franchise tag, they don't come to, to a deal. Uh, that changes a lot of things, like based on the direction that we go for signings and stuff like that, you know. Um, but that's, that's going to be tougher. We shall see. So Lamar will be a Raven next year. Y'all heard it here first. Yeah. Um, John Harbaugh also probably shouldn't get fired. You heard that here second. Um. The only other game that's worth talking about, well, I mean, the only game that happened before we really talk about the real winners of, of Wild Card Weekend. Um, Is it your game? Because I was going to transition. Oh, well, I mean, I wasn't going to talk about it yet. I was going to talk about Dallas. Oh, yeah. Dallas yeah. and Tampa, that's still, we didn't really get into that. Um, Brady played terrible. I'm sure that made a lot of a lot of people happy. Ruined a lot of fucking bets. Ruined a lot of fucking Ruined bets. No I mean, I, I took Tampa to win, so there you go. Yeah. Um, Dallas, I mean. Beat the allegations. Every dog has their day. 
Hey, bro clock, bro, <laughs> clock, bro clock is right twice a day. Yeah, I was watching the game mad as shit. I'm like, because man, when when Brady gonna turn this shit on, bro? I think everybody, I think everybody was waiting for it. It's like, all right, if I, but I think it was more so if they can keep the game within maybe two scores going into the fourth quarter, give them a chance. I mean, the offense didn't do anything. Look, well, someone needs to be fired. Todd Bowles, yes, I agree. He's awful. Wow, oh, he's, he's an always, awful head coach. Always, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. I Look, mean, some people are just, some people are better as coordinators. Yep, this is true. Frank this Reich. True. Frank Reich. Well, to well, TBD. right. Yeah, I mean, that well, is true. He TBD. didn't get a fair shake. He didn't get a fair shake. TBD. Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett. And even then, I don't even know because as an OC, he was pretty mid as well. Um. You saw, you, saw just, you saw he just interviewed for the Jets. Romeo Cornell. Romeo, I think Romeo, Romeo Cornell, Cornell is, is a, a yeah. d- great but he, DC. But he's the only he's like the only <laughs> person to be interim head coach as much as he has. Like he's yeah. I think he was like a regular head coach at one point and it did not go well. Yeah. He was the head coach of uh was he the head coach of the Browns at one point? I think so. But that's like never the, like a fair regular. Shake. It's never a fair shake. Yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah, that he shouldn't be head coach. Um, Cowboys surprised. I would say some people it didn't surprise, but for the most part, people who know football were surprised because they're always overrated. Um, Dak beat the allegations for one week. I, I'm not going to say beat. I'm going to say held them off. Um, because he played really well. He played great. He played great. But this Tampa Bay team is not the team of the past two years ago. Matt, so, timestamp that. Yeah, please clip that. Clip yeah. that. Just clip that. <laughs> Just that. <laughs> that line. We need, I need to make that into like, <laughs> uh, uh, like something. A sound, a, play, a sound bite. A, a Dak played great. Dak played great. <laughs> Dak played great. I, I can't. Listen, <laughs> he's still a mid quarterback. Every dog has a day. Broke clock is right twice a day, right? It, it, it is what it is, and I'm most likely gonna be back here next week talking about what happened. So, hey man, well, shout out to the Cowboys for getting that done. Yeah. Um, they fucked some other shit up, uh, betting wise for me, but um, it can let Zeke score. But yeah. you know, I mean, but that, that's the interesting thing. They didn't even use their ground game like at all. Not like how they have. Been. Bucks are not good because they are not good. I, I had Zeke rushing yards in one parlay, Pollard rushing yards in another. Neither of them hit. Actually, no, sorry. I had Pollard uh, passing, uh, receiving yards, twenty five didn't hit. I'm like, dang, he was moving the ball. I mean, Dalton Schultz played phenomenal. I was yeah. not to say I was surprised, but I was a little bit surprised at how much he went to Schultz and Gallup over. A guy like CD, like what? Like CD didn't well, they, even finish with like forty he was yards. Because most like most likely they, the defense like was that. the defense was all on CD, and then you know everybody else had more receptions. Dak though. did the things mm-hmm. quarterback should do. Yeah, but. It, it seemed like relative to CD, everybody else got CD only had four catches. Everybody there was a 20, 21 divided amongst everybody else. So that's probably why I felt like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that I'm gonna say about this game, um, Dak, you played great. Brady, you did not play good. Um, Mike McCarthy. I think this is really more so him beating beating allegations as well. He needed this game probably more than Dak did because regardless yes. of what was going go, going on, we knew Dak was going to be the quarterback of the Cowboys next season. We didn't know if Mike McCarthy is going to be the head coach of the Cowboys next year. Yeah. Um, and that's what makes of- me so confident they're going to lose next week because they're not about to tell me he's about to outcoach Shanahan. I mean, both. I mean, the winner of this game was all right. Who gets to lose to the Niners next yeah. week? Nice. I mean, theoretically, but. I don't want to do the I don't want to do the prediction shit you because what prediction? does this say about Dak? And we'll get oh, damn I I am making it so hard about to talk, talk about, about Dak Prescott's legacy. That, That's I what you about to do. I mean, but it, it it's an important. We'll get to well when we talk about the divisional games, we'll get there because I just want to. I need my five minutes. Get okay? further than Mark Sanchez, and I won't talk. Yes, I need my five. No, minutes. no, you're gonna you're gonna get your time. Yes, you're gonna get your time. Even though like we all knew it was gonna happen, we had a great conversation about it last week. You deserve your time, right? And you're gonna get it. 
Um, yeah, I I don't think this it's a great game by Dak, but like mid quarterbacks will have great games now and again. Um, I don't think it's gonna make anything of it. You know, it is what it is. Um, so, um, the the thing that I was thinking before, before I remember we had another game to talk about, was uh, one of the things of someone that did change their ways that it worked out perfectly is one Wink Martindale, who traditionally blitzes more than forty five percent of the time, blitzed twenty time twenty percent of the time this past game, and worked out pretty damn well yeah um i think week's game plan this this week really was just like yo we're not going to let justin jefferson be a factor in this game no yak they're like you can get whatever whatever catches you want yep but you ain't going nowhere after that right we ain't ain't getting no big plays play too deep and give it no big plays you can catch you can catch the ball 20 times for five yards Mm -hmm. that's it you're not yeah. gonna beat us that way. Yep, and that's a fact. I mean, Justin Jefferson, he has seven. He has seven catches for 47 yards. If you told me before the game that, that was gonna happen, I mean, I'd be happy, but I'd mm-hmm. be like, you're definitely lying to me. And if you also told anyone someone got seven catches and only had 44 yards, yep. Let alone arguably the like best wide receiver in the league. Indeed. Hmm. I mean, if you told me that Isaiah Hodgins was gonna outperform Justin Jefferson on probably the, 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 the biggest game that either of them have probably ever played. Shout out to your scouts, bro. Because they said that he, I think he was from the Bucks practice squad. Yeah. I mean, the Bills. Bills practice squad, yeah. Um, and it was like, they just found people that they liked and waited until they can get them. And they're balling the fuck out. They're like, the man hasn't really, he had one pass that went through his hands, but it would have been a difficult catch to make. Right. But like, the man didn't drop any, anything all season and has just been out here hooping. Yep. Um, um so yeah, I'm going to talk about the Giants now. Do your thing. And I'm going to, and I'm going to go in. Um, first off, I told y'all. And I told y'all he did. that we was gonna that we was gonna come in, we was gonna wreck shit, we was gonna win this game. So this is like not even a a a, a, not surprise. a surprise for anyone. This on is table. this is not a surprise for any of us here, especially me. But whatever the fuck y'all think Kirk Cousins was, or whatever the heck, and I can't even really shake Kirk Cousins the game. I think Kirk Cousins actually played pretty well, sir. You talking to me or you talking to? I'm talking about you talking about Kirk Cousins. No, I mean he didn't. He didn't like statistically in the game. He did not have a. He did statistically. What the fuck does that mean? I'm just. You need eight yards. All right. I, I I was gonna. Well, yeah. He did it. He did need eight yards. But I mean, he did not have a bad game. I mean, def- like think about it. I mean, 31 to 24. If you told me that we were gonna win by a score, that you told me we was gonna put up 31 points, the same team that has not put up 30 points consecutively since not even consecutively. We, before we scored 31 points against the Colts a couple weeks ago, we hadn't scored 30 points in like two and a half years. True. So first, I'm going to give credit to Dale Jones, mm-hmm. our quarterback of the future. I'm not saying 10 years down the line, but I'm definitely saying at least the next three to four years down the line. He played a hell of a fucking game, and he made no mistakes. And that's it. This is what Daniel Jones will look like if you put decent talent around him. Like, he had guys that played great. Outside of the one drive that Darius Slayton had at the very end of the game, his risk, yes, terrible. His receivers and Saquon Barkley played amazing. All he had, all Daniel Jones had to do was not turn the ball over. And what did he do? 24 35, 300 passing yards, two touchdowns, 78 rushing yards. 
incredible. You can't ask for a better game out of out, out of your quarterback. You really you really can't. And the Giants walked in, walked in there knowing that we played Minnesota once this season already, and we and it came close. And they came through with the confidence. The coaches coached their ass off. Shout out to Mike Kafka and Dave Wall calling the right plays. Shout out to Wink again because it was really that third down and in, in two that they had in the first quarter where they tried to run that little trick bullshit play with Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson where they passed the ball back. They probably thought we were gonna blitz. We stayed in coverage. And we and, and we came and we came through and fucked these niggas up. When it came down to getting the stops that we needed and keep and 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 making the plays at the right necessary times, you telling me the Giants had all of these plays that were the, like in terms of big plays, like we had like about ten or twelve big plays in the first half alone. You know what I'm saying? So and we kept and we kept pace. And then they stopped handing the ball to Saquon. I mean, they stopped it. Yes, what we, the we hell, we, man. We, we know. Sixty yards. Hey, That's all I needed. If you telling me it was only gonna take ten touches from Saquon? Oh, I lied. He had fourteen yeah. touches this game. Fuck it, I will take it. I'm happy. Saquon did exactly what he needed to do. I I wanted to take the sixty yard bet, but I'm like, nah, this is too good to be true. I said, nah, Fanduel. Sixty yards was nah. But you see what me, you know what messed me up? I didn't know that Fanduel had Saquon in a boost with Saquon score a touchdown and sixty yards. Yep. So I just. Put him at 60 yards. I'm like, all right, you should get able to get 60 yards. He got 60 yards last time you guys played. Mm -hmm. It should hit. like 84 last time. Yeah, yeah. He was like, Like, whatever. So it should hit. It should be simple. Should should cover. Bro, there was like, what, three or four consecutive drives. You guys did not hand the ball off to Saquon. And every run play was a Dan Jones either RPO or a designed Daniel Jones run. Hey, I'm mean, not even. DJ, he had DJ. a lot that weren't designed. He no, definitely had the time, but he, he had one that he, he, he was just like, he, he went, no one's open. F it. They not guarding me. They're not good. Bet. No linebackers within 10 yards of me. All right, cool. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that, I mean, Daniel Jones threw the ball 35 times. I he played mean, like I, a white I, Jalen Hurts. I can't, I can't really ever think of a time that Daniel Jones threw the ball that much and we've been successful. Like 300 yards passing for Daniel Jones. That's not, I mean, that's a, that is a that's, lot that, that's for a him. Lot. Like, like white a I think I think three hundred is a lot in general, but three hundred yeah, three hundred is a lot. That's a lot. That's why Vic right there. Um, I was gonna Vic. say if 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 Wink, and that just shows the growth. And like, shout out to my son Wink. I hope he gets. He's definitely gonna get head coaching looks and whatnot. Coach. Um, yeah, I mean, but if he made adjustments like that while he was on the Ravens, he'd still be there. So it just shows that he <laughs> is evolving go. as a coach. <laughs> there you go. He is evolving as a coach, and he's doing the things necessary to win. Hey, right. I, um, I also saw a thing I was talking about. Fucking Dave Gettleman sitting here talking about I told y'all motherfuckers. Well, I mean, the thing is, and this is this is like the problem that Giants fans have been having this past week is because they nobody wants to give Gettleman any credit. Saquon, Daniel Jones, Dexter Lawrence. Leonard Williams. Yeah. Andrew but he Thomas, wasn't a draft pick. Andrew. I mean But Andrew Thomas is a draft pick. Still a trade though. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying I was thinking I was doing draft picks. I'm about, but I like, mean you look at everybody on this Xavier team that, that is producing at a high level. Joe Shane did not draft any of he them. Saw, he saw the he saw the vision, bro. He had oh no, Kayvon. Kayvon, th- yeah. I mean, that's you know. And honestly, Kayvon, I thought played really well, just disrupting a lot of things. Yeah. It doesn't show up in the stats. That's what they're talking about. Dexter Lawrence didn't have sacks, but like they weren't blitzing or anything. But Kayvon, he made shit hard. Kayvon the film. Also, he was getting held Kayvon, on like every play. Kayvon gets held. I, honestly, I mean, I watch the Giants really close. He gets he has to get held more than anybody in the league. Like they like they can't keep, sound like a LeBron fan, bro. Look, <laughs> I mean, I, I, anybody I, in the I'll, probably, I'll probably list anybody a few guys. Yeah, all right, you know what? You know, Aaron Donald's yeah, still playing. Say that, right? <laughs> let's say let's say rookies in the league. Since y'all niggas is being technical, Dexter Lawrence said it in the mic'd up. There's a clip of him going five oh. six. You yeah. giving me hugs all damn game. <laughs> 
Yeah, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hold you, bro. I mean, maybe yeah, I, but, I mean, he never, I'll challenge he never Aiden Hutchinson. He never get, he never gets calls. I'll say, I, I'll watch. Yeah, him. I, I'll, I will I'll, say that he does not get calls. He does not get no. He does not. But that's grow rookie shit. Calls. That's rookie shit. That's rookie shit. Fine. And maybe you shouldn't is, do but... snow angels next to a nigga that might have died. I don't know. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> so what was wrong with him when that happened? Nothing. Kayvon? No. Or he no. didn't see. He said, "Jesus Christ!" He did not see him. Apparently, that's what he said. He, he saw it. He, he looked at him. So he just got the wind knocked out of him. It wasn't he, even he like was an fine. injury. No, he, he. Hey man, it's not like it was like he was faking. Cause like it's Nick Foles. Why would Nick yeah. Foles have to fake? But like, once again, I no. You see the little clip. Kayvon kind of like looked. His helmet moved and looked, and he was still doing the snow angels. Yeah, it's just a, uh, that right. was funny. Yeah. But. Um. Anyhow. Um. Word to my Giants. I I'm I couldn't have been more happy with how we won the game. More so us winning the game because I knew we were going to win. But winning like this is how I would prefer to win because mm. of who we play next week. Mm. And that will take us from Super mm. Wild Card Weekend to the divisional round. Divisional. And yes, we are talking about the Giants and Eagles first. Um, before. I was gonna say before you do the divisional round. Fuck you. Did you want to wrap up? Oh my. Prime time. Welcome back to. This year's final edition of our primetime picks featuring your boy World Wide West. Um, so we're at, so we're not picking the divisional round games. We're deciding to cut it off. Super Wild Card Weekend, hard stop due to unforeseen circumstances. Just to be fair, um, and our winner this year is Matt. I, I I would say clap it up, but I am yeah, a hating ass it. nigga, and I will say fuck you, Matt. Hey, sh- um, shout out to Matt for learning football through like. Diffusion <laughs> through diffusion. Yeah. Yes. Um, his best pick of the week was the Cowboys. None of us picked the Cowboys. If one of us, pick, if JT, if JT picked the Cowboys, he would have probably tied. But he didn't. Wow. Um. So yeah. So Matt came in first place. JT came in second place by two by two games. Um. Uh, John came in third place by a game, and I came in fourth place by a lot more games by three but it's coming for vengeance next season um and so yeah matt you are the top dog in saratobi now you know more football than all of us your 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 sports knowledge is scintillating and uh you know the way that you you had an office to go to you would be great around the water cooler yes indeed uh matt do you have any words for the for the crowd i just want everybody to know that anything is possible you don't need to watch sports. You could just listen to your friends who watch sports. There it is. You don't need to watch sports when you have us. Just just listen a little bit and pick the opposite team of John and pick the same oh. team as JT. That's the most blasphemous thing I've ever heard. <laughs> now, because you're throwing a lot of words at me, I'm going to take him as disrespect. Mm-hmm. Watch your mouth. <laughs> I'll see you next year, JT. <laughs> All right, I can. I'll just go back into like I was just talking about it. Yes, and we will be talking about the Giants and the Eagles first. Absolutely. So, the one thing that I'll say about this game before we even get into you know the nitty gritty, the Eagles beat us twice in the regular season. The second time they beat us, I mean, we didn't really play anybody, but. From a coaching perspective, from an NFL perspective, it is hard to beat a team three times. And the Eagles would have to do that in order to make it to the championship round. Now, in terms of our chances of winning this game, I said it last week, 
I think we have a good shot of going into Philly and winning this game. The The problem is, is we talk about mistake-free football. It's hard to play mistake-free when you're playing against the number one team in the league that uh, that that puts pressure on the quarterback. That'll put that'll take anybody out of the element. And while Daniel Jones played probably one of the best games of his career last week against Minnesota, their defense ain't worth shit. Uh, and the Eagles have one of the better defenses in the league. Now, even on top of that, the Eagles also have an incredible offensive line, which is going to give our pass rushers hell. Because since considering that we did not get that much pressure on Kirk Cousins last game, so but y'all also didn't try to go too much crazy under pressure. I mean, like you didn't blitz the way you normally do. I mean, yes, but I don't even think we had we did not have a sack last. Well, game. you had that one that Dexter Lawrence got held on that you just. Like, that, that was going to be a sack. And you did get some good QB hits. Yes, we got some pressure. So you did we, definitely apply we got, pressure. We got pressure. We got we got pressure. I mean, we got we definitely, like, put him on the ground a few times. Probably more than a few times. But it's going to be hard because the Eagles have a better offensive line. They they have two all-pros there. Um, and they, they're just a better team, I feel like. I feel like A.J. Brown, I mean, people don't talk about him being the best receiver in the league. I definitely feel like he's top five, top seven. You know, you give that man that much credit. And I think Smitty is about as good as a number two option as a receiver than anybody in the league. Um, but none of that matters. None of that matters because um, the Giants are going to go to Philly. Eli, after saying that he he's never going back to Philly, I remember when he said that a few years ago. He said he's going to this game. So that, that should be interesting. He's a fraud. I mean, yes, he is a fraud, but he also is 10-21 and 21 against the, the Eagles in his career. We did not. We never beat them niggas, bro. I, I had to go back and look. The— in the past 30 years, the last time that we won two games against Philadelphia was we only won did that one time in the past 30 seasons. Let's say, weren't you guys uh or aren't you guys currently No. Wasn't there like a 13 game losing streak against, against the Eagles? Yes. For you guys? It, was, it was something crazy like that. We currently have a long losing streak against Dallas too. Like we haven't beat Dallas in in, in quite some time either. But yeah, I mean some something has to give. I mean, they saying that Jalen Hurts is no longer on the injury report. Um, but he has not played. But he is not healthy. He, he has not been healthy in over a month. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, based off of how the how the game is gonna have to go, if the the, the if the Eagles want to beat us, they're gonna have to throw the ball. It's gonna they gotta they, they gotta outscore you. It can't gotta, it can't be an ugly game. Yeah. Like yeah, exactly. They're because, gonna have to outscore. Because you. when it come down to us in the one possession shit, I mean shit. You saw what we just did to Minnesota, and we saw what we've been doing all year in one possession games. We've won basically every one possession game that we had, except for like maybe except for two, I think. And I could be good. I could be wrong, but. Yeah, we're we're great in one possession games and those close games and those nitty gritty games. Yo, we do our fucking thing, you know. Kayvon Thibodeau and these guys, Dexter Lawrence, I can't guarantee that they're gonna have a sack, but I'm telling you, they're gonna they're gonna put pressure on the quarterback. You know, our Eagles offensive line is really good, but Lane Johnson Lane Johnson's hurt. He said they said that he's gonna play, but he's still hurt. You know, um, but it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I guess I, I, I guess I should clarify. Uh, obviously, they're gonna have to score more points to you guys to win. Uh, but I mean more so in like they gotta make it like a. A shootout. Yeah. And, yeah, the, you know, the Giants put up a lot of points last week, but everybody puts up a lot of points against the Vikings. Like, yeah. they have the absolute mm-hmm. worst pass defense in the league. John could go out there, give you 275 yards of passing against yeah. the, against that secondary. The way I see it, <laughs> the way I see it, first team to 25 wins. First to 25 25. Wins. First to 25. That's the, that, that is the operative number that I'm coming up with in my head. I feel like our defense is good enough to hold them under 20, 25 points. So whoever scores whoever scores 25 points or more wins this game. But, but what happened at the Meadowlands? What happened at the Meadowlands? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, 
Because your defense is good enough to hold them. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, that was a, well, it we, was over by halftime. It was at that. Well, first off, we got we got our asses kicked that game. I mean, but then what happened? What happened the next game? I mean, they they were they, no they, they needed playing. they needed to win that Is game, and they yeah. and they beat us what twenty two to sixteen. Yeah, was that with, no with, starters uh, with, playing. with no starters playing? That was Jalen Hurts' first game back. That was his first game back. Okay. But the way that Jalen Hurts was playing <laughs> that game, I mean, with they, if you if, if we put our guys out there, I don't. I yeah, don't know no, what would have happened. Yeah, no. so you can't say that because literally the, the guys that were responsible for four touchdowns that we that we had or against um against the Vikings last week did not play did in not that play. game. Yeah, all I'm saying is, well, that of just you know they didn't have their people playing and now you're coming in 100. percent We'll talk a little bit more about Jalen and Hertel, but if you're talking about the Eagles' defense, they do have a ton of peace on defense, but they almost lost that game to the Giants and no one, like. I understand the offense was abysmal against that Saints game, but the Saints defense is solid. Their offense is garbage, and they gave up 20 to the Saints, like they, 40 to the Cowboys. Like it's the the defense has shown like it's cracking those times. It's, like it's, it's cracking. Like it definitely has. There again, we were talking about even before earlier in the season, 32 to Washington, which has a defense. That was a Taylor Heineke game. Fucking 33 to the Packers, and the Packers figured it out for like three games. Mm. You know what I mean? So. They have potential to give up those points. And when you have an offense clicking the way you guys are, um, I think, like, I, it's it's tough to sit here and say um, they're going to be, like, we're, we're not going to sit here and say that the, the Giants are going to be favorites, but, like, it should not be a blowout by any means, and it shouldn't be a necessary surprise if the Giants so, pull it out. So, I do mean, you think seven and a, so you think I, seven and a half is too high? Yes. Okay. You think seven and a half is too? I yeah. mean, that's a yeah. You're basically saying it's not going to be a one possession game type. Shit. I, I do think it's too high. I think like with the things I'm talking about now, if you go into like, they tried to do a different game plan based off of Jalen Hurts' shoulder. They don't want him going out in big space and taking all these hits and doing all those things, right? So that different game plan. And now you, I understand they had more time to sort of sort it out, mm. but that shit did not work well. That shit did not work well against you guys, and y'all played, and y'all didn't play anyone. So you're talking about with all of your defensive people, who Dexter Lawrence also should have been first team. It is what it is. All pro is all pro. So shout out to him for for doing it. But you're putting all those guys back, right? You're, and they have a, and you guys have a ton of momentum. And the other thing too is we see it all the time of like. When teams have to sit, mm-hmm. like I saw it happen to me, like when teams have to sit, shit does not go well. Yeah, and like they were talking about it too, like, um, they were talking about like, it's like if you look at the past Super Bowls, like, very rarely does the one seat make or win the Super Bowl. This is true, right? So. And part of that reason is you're playing a team that usually had another week to get hot or guts out a win, and unless they had some wild injuries at the end of the game. Like, they're usually coming in with a ton of momentum ready to get down to work. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that extra layoff time is a little bit tougher. We know that not only that they're, they're coming in with momentum from their last game, they're coming in with momentum from the last time they played the Eagles, knowing how well they did without anyone. So, like, I, the Giants should not be written off by any means. Yep. The worst thing that you can do as a <laughs> superior team is make a team that's less than you feel like they're in it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because that becomes a tough game to play in any sport. Because mm-hmm. it's... You know, sports are as physical as they come, but it's really mental. As people that play sports, we we all know that. Um, other thing about the Eagles, they also ain't play nobody this year. Like, I, I know you, I, I know we go through this and we really like. 
deliberate about like, yo, who these teams play, but they, they their best win on the season. Like I'm looking at it right now. I mean, they beat winning teams. I'm not saying that they haven't beat winning teams. Mm-hmm. They beat the Lions. They beat the Vikings. Beat the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Beat the Cowboys. Three. That's that's basically four playoff teams. I mean, for I mean, that's basically four playoff teams. Facts. You beat the Steelers. Beat the Packers. Beat the Titans. They beat us twice. But it's like, are we gonna sit here and say that as, like the Eagles, right? They beat these playoff teams. The Vikings, we beat the Vikings. So that don't that 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 negates that right there. We almost all, beat the Vikings. All, you can't all, sit here and talk about all, all, ridiculously all, how much of a fraud they are and use them as a they beat the Vikings. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean they kept they kept it close with the Jaguars. I feel like the Jaguars is the, is the next best team out, outside of the Cowboys. Shit don't matter because the Cowboys are gonna lose the 49ers next week. So, and that Jaguars game was was funny as hell because right. it was like a monsoon. Exactly. Um, but I think we were talking about this all season though. Um, all the time. Ha- how many teams that we considered were good or solid at the time that they were playing, right? Because yeah. we said this about when we were talking about the Chiefs, we talked about it with the Bengals, we talked about every contender we talked about. It's like, all right, well, they haven't really beat anybody because there was a lot of teams that we had no idea what they were at that time, right? For the first five you know, five, six weeks of the season, we had no idea what the Bengals were, right? Started mm-hmm. off two and two. We were like, ah, what's going on? Super Bowl hangover, et cetera, et cetera. We thought the Cardinals were going to be good. We thought the Cardinals were going to be good, right? The Bills started off really, really hot. And then towards the end of the season, we're kind of sputtering, right? The Chiefs, I mean, the Chiefs, Chiefs have started been, out slow. Started off a little bit slow. That bad loss uh, against the Colts early in the season. And we're like, oh, maybe they missed Tyreek, et cetera, et cetera. They ended up, you know, being one of the, arguably, I think they're the second or the third best team going into the playoffs. I mean, they're one of the hottest. Yeah. They, they haven't lost in a while. Yep. So, you know, I, I think the this year was kind of weird in terms of, like, who have they beat because, obviously, you can only play who's on your schedule. And I know that was one of the big things against the Eagles, like, all season. Like, damn, like, they really don't. Like, their strength of schedule was horrible. Um, and then you look at some of the games they were, they were close in, like that, that Texans game on Thursday night. Like, there was no reason for them to be that, in that close of a, in game. That close of a game against, I, I think, was, was it was it Davis Mill that, 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 that started that game? I think it was. So yeah. They leave the door open way too much. They do. And, I, and we talked about this, too. Is like they, they definitely play down to their competition. They leave the door open. They weren't the greatest in, you know, let's say one possession games. But, we like, yeah. They, they obviously let their foot off to get the, the gas pedal a lot. Yes, 14 wins, very impressive on the season. When you look at, you know, step back and look at it, eh, the level of competition as a whole wasn't great. But, you know, it, I, I can't really fault them for winning the games that they're supposed to because if they didn't, we'd be criticizing them as well. Yep. It's almost like a damned if you do, damned if you don't type That's situation. That's fair, and I, and I understand that too. But if we're going to sit here and say that the best team record-wise that they beat was the Vikings, who we just beat. We all knew we're frauds. We, we, <laughs> blasting all we all know we're frauds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's like I, I just don't see why people – and th- this is my point. My point is is that I don't understand why people don't think that we ha- like we even have a fight. No, you, you have a chance. Oh, d- That's I, what I'm saying. Like me personally, I think the Eagles will win. Just home field advantage. Fair enough. Better, better team and I, on and paper. I don't, I don't feel like that's a bad pick on your but there's no reason for me to think that, especially after that, that, that was a week, it was week 18, right? Yep. Yeah. No reason after that week 18 game where I'm like, yeah, this is going to be a blow. I do think it'll be either one possession or if it's two possessions, it's because they score late. It could like, be like on some Raven shit, like some bullshit happened, like one mistake, especially like, you know, you guys have younger experienced players at your skill positions for the most part. Like some shit happens, you know what I mean? Darius Slayton pops the ball up by accident, hoping that doesn't happen. But like on some freak play type I shit. I mean, bro, I wouldn't listen, be surprised. If I you're mean, winning in the it, second it, half, I would not be surprised. You don't think it'll happen? I mean, shit, we done seen it happen. But no, you're right. But, but you're that's right. what I'm saying. Like, I, those, I, I that's you, what yeah. I'll see. The only reason I can see it being 
a bigger loss is because of some play like that. that just I think totally that if, shifts you just, the momentum if of the both game. teams just play good games, mm. if the Giants lose, it will not be a lot. Like if they, like you said, I if they minimize their mistakes, there's still a chance that they lose because of what the Eagles are supposed to be. Yep. But like, it wouldn't shock me if they won. And if they lose, they don't expect it to be a blowout. Yeah, I definitely feel like we keep this shit close, bro. Like, I don't know how we yeah. don't keep it close. Barring some, like, ridiculous you know, Right, exactly. Exactly. That's the only way I personally feel like we don't keep it in, within one possession. I feel like this is the best football. We're Right now, since we played the Colts game, top to bottom, we're playing the best football that we played all season. Not gonna I lie. Think, I don't want and I don't want to do the shit where all <laughs> oh, the Giants, they're getting hot at the right time. There we done go. seen this story before. I'm not gonna lie. Hey, I said it last week. I'm really hoping that the line gets pushed up to like eight and a half. Oh. So that I can tease it to ten. Because I really think I don't I don't think that the Eagles are ten points. At this point in time, I don't think the Eagles are ten points better than you guys. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. It's gonna be exciting. Saturday night, eight fifteen Eastern. I'll be in Portland. So I guess what time is that? Five? Damn, that's I might take the over on that. Yo, did you see like all the overs hit this yeah, past weekend yeah. except for Buccaneers? Uh, really? Except for Buccaneers Cowboys. Yeah. What was that? That was probably the only one that was in the fifties. I think the over was, was forty five and a half, and I think it ended at forty five yeah. because of yeah. all them goddamn missed extra points. Ain't that some shit? Um, but yeah, that's all I got on the Giants, man. I'm just happy that my team is here and we in it and we made this shit competitive this season. Like even if we lose. Which I don't think will happen. It's already been a successful season. Yeah, I mean, I mean this is weird. They already overachieved. Absolutely, they already overachieved. Absolutely. They, they won a playoff game. You told me to be. It's a very Bengals esque run of last year, except for the defense is the strength of your team versus the offense. Exactly. Um, but I mean that that leads us into like the other games. Like we want to talk about the Eagles. Um, the only team that we've been consistently saying and I have for sure is like valid that we know for sure is a good team is the 49ers. Niners. Um, I don't even think we need to get into that much with the fucking the other thing. Battle the jean shorts going on over there. Yeah, it, it's I, I George, we're, we're yeah. all in the same fucking page that the Cowboys are not that good, and you're not gonna sit here and tell me that Mike McCarthy is gonna outcoach Shanahan. So very underrated aspect about the Niners too. Christian McCaffrey has been healthy like yeah. all year, which yeah. he's never been on the Panthers. And granted, it's yes, wild when you get an offensive line, huh? Uh, it's just, it's astounding. It's uh, actually astounding. Uh, but you know, shout out them. Uh, yeah, it's going to be, it could get ugly, but I could also see it being a close game as well. Um, I hope it's not, I hope they get fucking stomped. I too would hope they get stomped because it just makes, uh, betting that much easier, more opportunities for people to, uh, score. And then here's a, I don't, man, I don't know. I don't want to do this shit with Brock Purdy. And I'm saying like, he might have a bad game. If this is the week, this would be the wrong week for him to have a bad game. And I'm not saying that Dallas is going to win. Y'all niggas know how much I hate the Cowboys. The only thing that I'm saying is when these niggas score a lot of points, these niggas are dangerous, and I'm just going to leave it there. Brock Purdy has to have a good game this week. This cannot be the week that he falters and fucks up. I just I just can't see him scoring a lot. Who, see the, uh, the, the Cowboys. Cowboys? I mean, this this Niners defense is, it's not like 15 Broncos or what was it, what was it John? Oh, 2,000 Ravens? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that level, but it's very, very close. Like, I think this defense is, it's, you know what? I, this defense is almost comparable to, like, that uh, that Jets uh, defense. Like, mm-hmm. the Rex Ryan years. They don't have that lockdown secondary, like that lockdown corner like Revis and Cromartie. Mm-hmm. But their front seven is stupidly scary. Mm-hmm. Stupidly scary. Very, very solid secondary. They get pressure very. whenever they want. Like, yep. it's, I mean, they, they don't give you nothing in the run yeah. game. It's... 
it's it's tough, man. Yeah, it's tough. Um, yeah, outside of Hassan, I mean, I feel like Nick Bosa probably was the best pass rusher in the NFL this season. Obviously, Fred Warner is the best linebacker in the league to me, best middle linebacker in the league. And then you have um, the, the 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 safety that they have. They they're like literally three All Pro dudes, and they they're different. And they're coached by Kyle Shanahan, who's arguably the best coach in the NFL right now. Um, yeah. It's going to be tough. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys are going to have their hands full for the game. Am comfortable with betting on it would be the Chiefs. And I say that because of historically, like, they've been the one seed in the NFL, what, like three out of the past four years or some crazy shit like that? Because I know it was Buffalo last year. Mm-hmm. The year they won the Super Bowl, they was the one seed. The year they lost the Super Bowl. Damn, I might in the year the they, they was the one seed. Yeah. So even if it's a one, it, it, even if this year is a quote unquote one seed, yo. I, I don't know. I, I like the Chiefs a lot in this game. I mean, I think Trevor Lawrence and the, and the guys did everything. I think they had a great season, but the stars are about to align. This is Andy Reid. This is Patrick Mahomes. This is Travis Kelsey. This is the Chiefs that we're talking about. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that it's impossible for Jacksonville to walk up in Kansas City and 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 win this game, yeah. but it damn near is impossible. Because we know that Kansas, Kansas City's defense hasn't been elite. It hasn't been, like, Oh man, like their defense has just been shutting people down. It's been fuck. They need someone to make a play, and one of their veterans makes a play. Like it hasn't been like it's very opportunistic defense. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like if we and that's the thing. Like as much as we sit here and I agree, like they they should win. I feel confident in their offense and doing all those things. That Jacksonville offense is cooking right now, mm-hmm. and the Chiefs play down. It's the defense plays down. Yeah. The defense definitely. You're talking about you give the Texans 24 points. You give the Broncos 28 points. Broncos 24 points. Right? Like, the team, the defense will play down. So, the hope is that the veterans look at them and they go, it ain't no time to fucking chill. It's playoffs. And they come and ball the fuck out. But, like, it, there's always a chance there that the spread doesn't get covered. I don't really think that they'll win. But, like, hey, young team gets hot. Anything can happen. We saw the shit happen with the Bengals where I was real. I think most of the people I knew bet on the motherfucking Chiefs. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's funny you say that, John, because I think it, do you think like maybe we see that and I guess maybe for, in terms of the Chiefs that regular season like it kind of doesn't I mean obviously like regular season matters in the NFL but like for a team like the Chiefs that pretty much knows they're going to the playoffs maybe they don't put as much intensity in it because I mean playoffs is definitely a different story Yeah of course but especially they- at Arrowhead it's going to it's now we're in mid January right you got a AFC South team that plays in Jacksonville Florida now traveling to Kansas City, and mm-hmm. Kansas City is used to play. I mean, they play, they've play. they been playing these games for how many years in a row in the playoffs late in January? Mm-hmm. They know what this element is like. And right? they're used to cold. They're used to cold, right? It was the cold. I think it was like one of the coldest games at in Jacksonville history this past week. It was like 40, 45 degrees. Like, bro, we, we've seen it where it's like two degrees at, at, in uh, Kansas City. So... I'd be very interested to see how the Jaguars, especially Trevor Lawrence, adjust to the cold. Um, you know, we say this all the time. I that's why I, I mean I personally thought the Dolphins were gonna struggle going up to Buffalo, but not only did they thrive this past week, but even when they went up to Buffalo early in the in the in the season and it was snowing. It's gonna be and they nasty. still put up they still put up a lot of points. So Saturday is going to be a nasty game in Kansas City. What's the weather like? Thirty seven, which I feel like is that's regular. not that bad. That's not that bad. PM rain and snow. Ew. 65% precipitation. Chance of precipitation. Are they the late game or the, or the first game? Yeah, the first game. We are the late game. Oh, so they're good then. I mean, four o'clock, four o'clock kick, right? I mean, PM. I mean, four o'clock is PM. 
Bengals money line, Chiefs th uh, three and a half, Niners six and a half, Giants set, um, plus seven and a half. Yep. Wait, so you're you're raising the the spread of the Niners, but you're lowering the spread of the Chiefs. I think they're playing a better offense, and like I just said, the the defense plays down. Yeah, I wouldn't take the eight and a half. I would be if I had to bet on this. Like I would rather take the 49ers at three and a half versus the Chiefs at eight. I'd probably just take. What's well, like like I'd I just, just said, take Chiefs money line. Like, like I just said, yeah, I think I, mean, I think yeah, I think Dallas loses by a touch. They're gonna lose by a touch then. Mm -hmm. Hey, I mean, hey, I, it's not it's not it's not a bad it's not a bad bet. Definitely not a bad bet. Um, so you know what you know what is a good bet though. Yes, Bengals plus two hundred. Yeah, that's I, what I'm saying. Bengals I, money I absolutely am going to take that because the Cincinnati Bengals are going to go into Buffalo this weekend on Sunday, and they're going to win. You guarantee it? I'm guaranteeing it. I like that. I, 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 this is going to be a tough game for obvious reasons, reasons that I'm not going to get into, but. Motherfuckers lost, almost lost Skylar Diggins. But. Bro, you got to chill. <laughs> anyhow, it's funny because if you told me, like, up to the point of when Tyler Huntley fumbled and, and they, and the Bengals took it back They're 100 yards. Lose. I mean, they were going to lose the game. So, I mean, if you want to make the, 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 the comparisons about uh, Skylar, Skylar Thompson, and um, Scott Thompson and Tyler Huntley, I mean, to be honest, I feel like the I, Bengals was in a, a very much so worse position to lose the game. though. But that was more so how well our defense played versus Josh Allen throwing red zone interceptions and missing passes and things like that. That's a fact. Still so I think that I'll still take our starting points. defense. I think our starting defense is better than um, the Dolphins offense with a third string quarterback because they literally didn't score offensive touchdowns i mean like for the previous like but so. at the, i mean but at the same time though they still did have two receivers that combined for three thousand yards i'm not no, saying no, that yeah I, but yeah. they didn't neither of them had like a touchdown after tool was gone yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Nah, uh, like we had just about not all but like we had just about all our defensive starters um i don't know how we ended back on y'all but anyhow um yeah i will just say the Bengals, I feel like, are the better team offensively. I think right now, Joe Burrow has been playing at an elite level. Um, and sh and shout out all the all the guys and the weapons that he have. I mean, you know, he has two running backs really. Joe Mixon and Samaji. They both been putting in work all season. Um, and then the, he, he has uh, three receivers that at any given day, any one of them little niggas could go off. Mm -hmm. That that he has three receivers that could be a one on any team. Right. And like John said, um. The Bills' defense has been very shaky, like very, very shaky. They just gave up 31 to the Dolphins. Let's let, let like obviously like that's third string quarterback. Yep, not no Brock Purdy shit. Brock Purdy, Mr. Relevant. Yes. Um, Wait, say that one more time. Brock Purdy. No, but before that, what was John? John, what did you say before that? Third string quarterback. I said they let up 31 points to a third string quarterback. Not no Brock Purdy shit. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's also a third-string quarterback, but he is Shannon. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that that's where I'm at on that. I feel like the Bengals are just a better team right now. Um. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a very that. I feel like the mental part of the game is about to really come in. Like if the Bengals do lose, you know, I don't. I don't think that they will. But I mean, there's always possibility if they do lose. Buffalo is a tough place to play in. It's a very tough place to play, and their fans are crazy. And who knows what the fuck the weather's gonna be like? I'm gonna check right now, but yeah, I don't know if y'all have anything on the game, but 
that's where that's that's what I, I just yeah I feel like I, I said you know I said about Buffalo I just think they're too inconsistent um I think again it's one that could really go either way but I feel more confident that the Bengals will take advantage to do Bengals things because also like was it like bad timeouts and some shit was going on in that Buffalo game too I was um well it was like they oh they had multiple timeouts called that if they let that shit happen the play would have worked out in their favor what, that's what bu- it was Buffalo or Buffalo yes I think it was they like called two or, two or three timeouts over the course of the game that like they were called late like the play already happened they were like oh they called a timeout before the snap I know you're thinking and, of like, the one fourth down well. play. It was it, a couple fourth. And it was a, it was some, a third down play as well, mm. where like they didn't convert and then they basically got to redo it and convert it. I know the one that they didn't convert was the fourth down in the fourth quarter mm. when the Dolphins threw deep, but the play was blown dead because they called timeout because the the Bills weren't set mm-hmm. and they ended up turning it over on downs anyway. But um, yeah, no, it was a weird that was a weird game in terms of like clock management by both sides. But you know what? I think this is gonna, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun weekend. I'm excited. I'm actually gonna be an AC for this, so I'm excited. I'll go to be the sports in, books. I'll, I'll be in Portland, so this will be interesting. Watching, John, hold watch, down the fort here. Watching this shit on on West Coast time because these games are now going to going to start for me Saturday at 1:30 and Saturday at 5:15, and then on Sunday it starts at 12 and and 3:30. At least you get to wake up to football though on Sunday. I mean, yeah, that's like the good part about it. Like I get to enjoy, just enjoy the games. Oh, and then Sunday night I'm going to, I, I'm going to see. Um, oh, so that's great. Yeah, like, you, get about, to, you can literally yeah. watch everything in the same day. Yeah, exactly. Because the game, um, the the Portland game doesn't start until like I think it's gonna be seven thirty their time, 7:30 right? Thirty their time, yeah, bro. Dang, so it's pretty, it's pretty incredible. Look at that. Yeah. Um, good play design, but yeah, no, just bad time. Um, I think that's I think that's all I got for the foosballs. Yeah, facts. Um, we're the Super Wild Card Weekend NFL. Y'all don't do a lot of shit right. Um, but y'all definitely did right by pushing the Giants game to start at 4:50 instead of 4:30. Um, because there's another game going on. The whatever the first game on Sunday was. It was Bills. Uh, it was Bills in Miami. Yeah, that was like it was 3:45, and they were just getting to the fourth quarter. I'm like. How is this what? about to that happen? That doesn't make any I sense. Was thinking, I was thinking the same exact thing. I'm like, how is this about to happen? Because I'm at my man's crib. I'm like, yo, bro, you're going to have to put the Giants game on. I don't give a fuck about this Bills shit. Then the NFL is like, oh, we're going to start at 450. Yo. I'm just like, because I remember like it was 350. I'm like, all right, at 350, that's usually like around when the two-minute warning happens in fourth quarters. I don't know why that um, game was taking so long. Took forever. And then I turned at 430 to the Giants game. There were still six minutes left in the in the Bills game. All right, let me turn the Giants game at 435. They're still in the studio. I'm still seeing Howie and 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 Strahan talking. Yep. I'm like, oh, okay, they must have pushed back the uh, kickoff because, yep. yeah, oof. Shout out to them. NFL don't do a lot of shit right. They did Super Wild Card Weekend right. I love the two three one format that they do uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Um, and all the games were good. So I I don't really think you can ask more as a football fan. Eh. Now that we have finished our sports segment, um, it is time for the first of our anime segments, Weeb Weekly, where we are covering Tokyo Avengers. Um, the Christmas showdown. We did episode two. Maddie, get in here. Hi, Matt. Wait, I'm coming in there. Wait, what? Oh, sorry, I forgot. Matt doesn't come in. Yeah, Matt don't come in. For My me. bad. I, I, yeah, Matt, stay in your seat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, episode two. Uh, we we definitely like. For episode one was set up. Now we're getting a little background. We're getting to meet the main characters, right? Yes. We meet uh, my son Hakai Sheba, 
who's homie with the blue hair, one of my yes. favorite characters. Um, we see him. We see him out here just making Hina go crazy in front of Takamichi. That was some nasty works at the I bowling mean, alley. I'm not gonna lie. And the thing is, I, he wasn't trying to do any of that. He Hina was just, was, he was, he just, was right. just being himself. He was pre- He was. Pre- he was like, "Yo, I gotta get my. I gotta get my shots up." My but son was like, "I'm gonna not, play whatever you want to play because I enjoy your reactions. This has nothing to do with anyone else." Be nasty. my girl. Could not be my girl. No, no sir. When all when she said, "Oh, he's so." What was he say? What'd she say? He's so tall and slim, or some shit like at that. At that point, that's when he. That that's when that that's when Takamichi Michi lost her. Damn shame. Mm-mm-mm. Not even not not even for a uh Michael B. Jordan ass nigga. Yeah, I ain't gonna Crazy. lie. That was, that was bad. Mm. Could not be my show. Bad, Just that's, saying. That's could nuts. not could not. Could never. She ever, got, ever, ever. She gotta walk home. I mean, I know she's probably already gonna walk home, but just without me. Yeah. Insanity. But I thought that was pretty fun. It was kind of cool. They were going head to head in bowling. You never really see that. We have that's the first time we've seen a uh, bowling. Uh, in the anime, right? In, in our anime, in any of our anime, <laughs> yeah, right? At least that I could. At least that comes comes straight to memory. And fucking, I ain't gonna lie, man. Takamichi was serving until that nigga missed the one pin. Good for him. Yeah. And then it was all downhill after that. Yep, I mean, man's is, man's is using the heaviest ball available. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Like, man's is using a pro ball, eighteen pound ball. My nigga, come on. I only use I only use a twelve pound ball, not because I can't pick anything up heavier. It's just it just. I don't know. Just it's don't just, roll over the thing. Yeah, it doesn't. I'd yeah, rather, exactly. I'd rather have, feel like I could throw it faster. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah. Facts. Yeah, Give yeah. me a little little ten pounder and just you know throw a little. Yeah, but sometimes the, the the finger holes yeah too be little too little and I'm like damn it'd be crazy because like I got small hands like I have tiny ass hands mm. and they'd be getting stuck in the holes. You know, it's, life imitates art sometimes. There you go. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but it's funny. You know what? I like that. I like the whole scene with them at the bowling alley and in the arcade because i feel like that's how a lot of male friendships begin yeah like okay. you, like ours yeah like you just right you just <laughs> playing against against niggas and it's like hey sometimes you, you win sometimes you lose hey you seem like a cool dude like <laughs> good. like yo you, you y'all trying to you trying to hoop together next time like that's, that's in, in, in in all these years later saratoga sports pod but here we, we see another one of the themes um that i feel like happens whenever he goes back in time is homie be out here like Yo, this is a bad dude. And he goes back and he's like, honestly, he's a pretty nice guy. What happened? Right. But I think that's pretty cool, though, because, you know, it, like when you're a youth, you know, when you're in childhood, most people are pretty nice people. Yep. It's just things that happen along the way that, you know, turn them down the path of evil. So it's kind of cool path. seeing them yeah. before they go down that path. And he's just a super chill, wholesome dude. We know that he, like, loves and respects Mitsuya. He's out here with his sister. He doesn't respect him a little bit too much. This nigga loved. This nigga got yeah. Mitsuya's phone back. That's a little bit. That's a little bit much. A little excessive, slightly. John, you ever uh, put one of your friends as your as no. your wallpaper? No. <laughs> Miles. <funny>. We, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But you know, he we know he bangs with Mitsuya, and the whole thing is that in the future he killed the original second uh, lieutenant to take his spot, mm-hmm. and we've already seen at this point. He doesn't want to be lead uh, a captain, mm-hmm. right? He just like he's happy in his role currently. He literally his brain gets overwhelmed when he thinks about being a leader because he's like, I like to just be free and be able to do what I want, Too not to worry about people. Exactly, felt that. Um, and we we see that he he's like super friendly, even though he's a fucking giant freak athlete. Um, and he gets nervous around girls. 
So whenever Hina talks to him, he frees up. And they're like, yeah, if it's not me, he just like freezes up whenever any girl talks to him. Crazy. And so she wasn't really even wholesome. talking to him like that. She just was making comments. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, it's the, it's the comments. You know yeah. where the where the, the place that the comments. I don't even think he's from. he's not. I We're all on that same page. Yeah, but he's not. Like, he's not there that. either. He's yeah. just like, this is a girl. Because yeah. remember, <laughs> this a girl. they're like 13. <laughs> yep. My son said, why do you keep speaking to me with like the honorific? We're the same age. He's like, huh? <laughs> Everything he said just made Takamichi feel worse and worse. Yep. Yeah. Takamichi really the and his crew the only niggas that actually look their age. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like, funny shit. It's crazy. Everybody Mikey else. Mikey look like a kid too. Mikey looks his age. But other than that, everybody else doesn't look their age. Like Rigiki? Hell no. That nigga. In the motherfucker, you look. What I said. Rigiki. Rigiki. No, I said I said the name Ken. The tall nigga Ryugi Ken, but Draken. Draken? Draken Kun? Oh, so yeah, I just said his. Okay, whatever. You yeah. said How did you go Ryugi? with Who the fuck is Rigiki? I didn't you used say his Rigiki. whole government when we've never used it on this show before? I mean, I've definitely called the nigga Ken or Ryugi. No, I'll Ken call... would work. Ryugi, well, you never call him Ryugi. Maybe. I don't know. Ryugi Ryugi I mean, never I'm been said on this podcast. I must have. What the fuck? Why would I just. I don't know. It's a new year. It's a new year. It's a new season. You might have just. Laptop. There we go. I only know that nigga. I'm trying to act brand new. Shut up, Jonathan. What you, um, what's the other what's the other nigga Sasuke ass nigga Sasuke that died? Nigga. Oh, uh, that died. Yeah. Baji, Baji, Baji don't look his age. Baji look old as shit. Baji look old as shit. Kazutora also Baji young like, in the face, you look, but like look at Kazutora from then and now. What changed? That nigga look older. Hair got when, a little longer. Right. That was it. <laughs> That was it. He still got that earring too. The time jump is actually crazy. I kind of fuck with the fact with with that part of it from 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 Avengers. Not to put you on the spot, Matt, but what do you think so far? Um. Well, this is my first experience with the time warp mm. situation. So, <laughs> not to put you on the spot, so but put you on the spot. Um. Well, yeah, because like, does it make sense? Is my is my question? Because like, I I I fuck with it because it's like obviously it, it makes these niggas look quote unquote older. JT pointed out the fact that these niggas already look old. I don't know. These, yeah, they're they, definitely old for their age. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I don't really. I feel like I didn't really get a whole lot of like plot from this episode. Fair enough. That's fair. It was yeah, just kind of true. like introducing this next chapter. Uh, yeah. yeah, and that's that's essentially what they were trying to do. Like a lot of our conversations relating to the other stuff, which obviously you're you're not gonna be able to do right now. But um, what's your overall impression? I would say of the new characters, and this is also your first interaction with like gang dynamics, right? We right. we meet the Black Dragons this episode. Um. We see how they're just like, oh, this is our turf. We're going to murder y'all motherfuckers. And we know that, like, they make the distinction early of being like, that's not like us. Like, they're not like Tomon. They're really bad people. So, like, what what is your impression of all of that? Um, well, I feel like, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't really have the background to know, but, like, has, well, it's Takamichi, right? Mm-hmm. Has he had a relationship with... Um, gosh, what's his name? The guy that he Kiba? yeah no nah. There, he's the first new. time he met him was like in the old flashback where he didn't know who he was. He was just around, so this is like his first time really meeting him. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, because so, like, I mean, obviously that's the significant part of this arc, but I mean, I feel like if the, if all the arcs end up ending up like a similar way. And he's wondering like what happened to Shiba that made him turn. Mm. I mean, usually when it's stuff like that, it's like a death or something. Mm. So maybe his sister gets killed 
which kind of takes the light out of him. Mm. So, like, maybe... I don't know. Maybe that's, like, something Takamichi should try to stop in this arc. Hmm. Then, But then, like, the whole... Their older brother being Black Dragon's leader is also weird because he's, like, clearly... I don't know. Like, the way his eye is always fucked up. Like, it's, like, some weird... Like... Mm. I don't know. I like. I, I feel like there's some significance to that whole like the way they animated him. Yeah, it's interesting that you say the the whole thing about like you know stopping, um, him dying because like every point he's come back for the most part has been trying to stop someone from dying. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. And with the ultimate goal of stopping somebody else from dying. <laughs> yeah. Yo, it's the never-ending fucking result. Yeah. Like um. It's it's the door. short-term goal. The goal is in the long-term goal, right? It's yeah. we got to get all these other people to stop dying so I could. So now the love of my life won't die. Um, yeah, so we see like the whole thing with him leading the Black Dragons. I, I think. Um, actually, no, I don't want to theorize too much. Right, it's tough. Like, it, it, everything feels like pretty cozy now. And like, mm -hmm. you know, everybody just met. Everybody's like getting along. But obviously, there's a long way to go. And I just don't have like the. So you think that the backing. relationship between Takamichi and Chiba is going to degrade? First, not degrade, but you think that's what's gonna come under strain? Probably. Okay. But I, I, I honestly, kind of like what JT was saying too. Like at the end of the episode, when his Shiba's sister was like in the credits and stuff. Yeah. How she's gonna become a significant character? That's fair. I, I mean, I feel like she's gonna be the cause of that somehow. Okay. Interesting. Because now, um. Now we have two sisters of characters that are pretty similar, right? We got, uh, what's her name? Emily? Emily. Emmy, Emma. 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 That's Mikey's sister. Yes. Right? Um, and she's similar to, um, I can't remember her name right now, but, uh, H Hakai's sister. Mm -hmm. Um, and also, like, Draken similar to, um, uh, Shiba, mm -hmm. right? They're both a lot taller than people their age. They look a lot bigger. They're a lot stronger, right? And then the difference is like Emma's always with him, but they're in a relationship. Like it, it is similar in, in that regard, and it's kind of like going to be where where we're going to go from there. And we know that the role that Emma plays and like Hina plays is huge, right? So I will say like right now I like how they left off where like we we get a little introduction to the back the Black Dragons. We learn that like they're always trying to recruit. You know, he's like I ask him all the time like why why you won't join the gang. And you're out here in Tomon and you're bringing Tomon people to the house and all that shit. Yep. So, like, we're starting to see, we're starting early with those dynamics. Episode two shit. Um, it's going to be interesting to see exactly, like, what the relationship is with Takamichi and Shiba going forward. Like, as we, as Justin pointed out, um, when we were watching, oh, this nigga, this nigga Shiba is in the post credits. So, he's going to have some type of, you know, they don't, they don't just introduce characters and put them in the post credits if they're not actually going to be involved that much in the season. So, definitely excited to see what that relationship is like, especially after how quick that they got close. It just seems that, like, all the major niggas in Tomon, Takamichi is just found himself like very close within a very short amount of time he didn't have to go look for this one right exactly. the other ones he has to like sort of find this one was just he came back and it was like oh shit you're here right yeah i ain't gonna lie to um the the black dragons they really was disrespecting the fuck out of takamichi they're like yo who the fuck is this little nigga like yo you do a first division captain i think he's lying they went it was going in um <laughs> but yeah i'm just saying if it was me i would not tolerate that disrespect but you know takamichi he's you know a little different He's not, you know, 
the mm-hmm. he's he's really like not putting on for all of the blonde-haired strong anime characters. <laughs> he's 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 not doing well, but yeah, and then he also received the clothesline from hell from Sheba's older brother. That kind of was uh sick. I was fucking with it though. I I, I kind of like when niggas get beat up in this show. I feel like it's called Darkest Lariat. Darkest Lariat? No, nah, oh, Darkest go- Lariat is what um fucking uh Pokemon uses. Uh I think Oh, that sounds that sounds very it's, cool. it's the one that looks like a fucking Lucha Libre character. Lucha Libre character. Incineroar. Incineroar. That is that a is that a Oh yeah, this is a. That's his. That's his like special move. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, Layton. Ah, yeah. This is generation. Okay. Well. Yeah, it's just the fourth Raikage would use a lariat attack as well. That's Mm. what he used to fucking body the fuck out of Sasuke. There you go, Um, Yeah, but the. You know, we're getting the antagonists here in the Black Dragons, and we know that the whole thing was, like, stopping these Black Dragons from joining in or being corrupted or whatever it is. And they're the ones that really corrupt Tomon, right, and corrupt Mikey. So we got that introduction. Where do you guys think, uh, what do you think the move's going to be at episode three? What do you think is going to happen in this scenario right now? We know Takamichi's getting fucked up, and we, it left off with the leader, uh, their, Shiba's, uh, Hakai's older brother, going, yo, kill him. Beat him to death right now. I feel like what I think is going to happen is not what's going to happen, but I'm going to say it anyway. I think Mikey just going to come over, come out of nowhere and start serving niggas' ass because that's just the role that Mikey plays. We haven't seen Mikey yet this season. I feel like we've seen everybody else, older older version and younger versions. So, I mean. We can see Draco. He's dead. In the the present. No, but we're in the past. Yeah, we've only seen these group in the past. Ah, gotcha. We haven't seen any other Tomah members. This is true. So, waiting for Mikey to come through and serve ass. Uh, I'm just very confused Ayo. as to why the... Uh, yeah, I was, I was hoping you caught that. Yeah. Um, I was just very confused as to why the brother just randomly clotheslined him. Because at that point, he had no idea who he was. And it's not even like Takamichi's... Takamichi's not wearing the, the tome. He's, he's just about that action. But that's the thing, like... It's just a, you just see a random kid on the street and you clothesline him. And I feel like that's because <laughs> he was coming through the alley. He from how I mean, at least started running. At least from how they drew it, right? And yeah. I, I could be wrong. From how they drew it, he only had a direct sight line of his younger brother, mm-hmm. oh, the four of them: the brother, the sister, Takamichi, and Hina. Everybody else is on the other side of the alley. So he's just running, and then clotheslines the shit out of Takamichi without even knowing the situation. Because that's when he finds out later. Oh yeah. Somebody says, oh, yeah, he's one of the captains of Toman. He was like, oh, word? Hey, yo, little bro, kill him. I'm like, wow, and, and I feel crazy. like that just leans into, like, how different the gangs are. Yes. How different the Black Dragons are Do you are see from what's on their jet? It how says murder. <laughs> it says murder, John. Murder gang. Murder gang. This I is ridiculous. I, I, I ain't going to lie. It don't get too much more direct than that. The 21 Savage of Animes. I, I just, I'm just very confused. And also, right, so she was vice captain of Toman. Of the second, Se- oh, second division, yeah. Of second division. I'm assuming nobody knows this <laughs> in the Black do. Dragons because they made a big stink about, oh, yeah, they probably do, we don't like one, Toman niggas. But he's the bosses. And, and we saw that one dude. But, with the but, knife but the Todoroki nigga was like, yo, was I don't even care. It. I don't care if you're the boss's brother. 
I'm loyal to the boss. Which, to me, at least me personally, I would think if you're loyal yeah, to the boss, wouldn't you also was, be loyal was, to the boss's family? He's but an idiot. I'm just saying. That's dog. why he not in the Black Dragons. In the, he not in Toman in the future. This is why when he said, <laughs> when he said, I give the work to men and women, to girls, girls and guys, I'm like, see, that's probably why you don't got no bitches. Well, there that's you probably go. Probably why? Because you be beating them up. No, we have it. Word to Dana White. <laughs> yeah, kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Sheba nigga is interesting. That he seems like, it, 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 like first off, the the the, the there that fake little group captain or whatever the fuck he was, that nigga's corny to me. Ooh. I feel like want to suck his tongue out. The nigga that you that yeah. you talking about right now, the um, captain oh Todoroki Tod- ass nigga. Yeah, Todoroki. No, ass. he didn't stick a tongue. Oh yeah. No, the one that stuck a tongue out is the actual captain of the elite guard. The other guy was, was the like vice captain. Vice captain. Oh, the other nigga, the nigga that Todoroki. Got, oh, nigga yeah, 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 yeah. The nigga the that had his knife to his neck. Oh yes, got you. No, that's Todoroki. Yes, no, no, no. Yes. I know what you. He's saying. the real captain, is what you're saying. Yes. And the vice captain is homie who stuck his tongue out. Yes, I who's got in con- Toman in the future. I got confused for a second. Yes, but Todoroki, that nigga gonna get his ass beat. I don't know. I hope. Who, I hope somebody kill him. I, well, okay. Um, Yo, yeah, I'm saying I he just, not in Toman in the future. He is not. But the other guy is. My thing is, um, I feel like with Sheba. Might just be a kid that was good, just lost his way. It just feels like some event, like you may have, like like, like you guys alluded to earlier, like Matt alluded to earlier, because there's a reason why he killed Mitsuya or yeah. whoever was the leader of the it, second it, division. Yeah, at the there's, time, there's a reason why he he killed. And I feel like because they're emphasizing the sister, it's gonna. I'm I'm telling you, she she probably gonna die. Some mm-hmm. something's happening to her. I already know. She already announced herself as Big Sis. I'm like, mm, damn, first episode, and you already asserting yourself as Big Sis. I mean, she's not wrong. She's, she's not wrong. Here, she said, if y'all are friends, then I'm Big Sis to both of y'all. But then again, I'm like, mm, I don't know you like that. And then she said, she followed up by get me a soda. I'm like, mm, I really don't that's know the you Asian, like that. That's the Asian culture thing. The, how important age is. See, if Hina was a real one, she'd have been like, yo, don't talk to my man like that. Nah, Hina, she probably... He, she then probably, again, Hina sprung off of the tall and slim niggas. But so. she also... Most likely would have been like get Hina one too. Mm. Last year they did show just snacks like at the MLB bowling alley. Held, just like how I'm be holding it down. They did have snacks at the bowling alley. So that is good. But yeah, it's a very interesting storyline. I don't know how the hell Takamichi. But I mean, we we didn't know how Takamichi was gonna get out of a, a a a gun to the to the head situation. He got out of that. So this honestly, so, this so might, what do you, what do you think? Pen he, nigga, power the pen. No. I, oh, what so do I I'm think? Yeah, what do you think is going to happen? Literally, Miles gave a direct thing. He thought oh. Mikey was going to come out of nowhere. What do you think is going to happen? I think uh, she be going to save him. Be like, yo, bro, bro, show, 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 bro. You wilding right now. Uh, you think he's just going to talk him down? I think he's going to talk him down. Bro, you just got home. Probably from the panks. That nigga a criminal. Um, yo, you just got home. Come on, let's go to the club. We're going to get some bitches. My nigga Drakken got all the hoes. He basically live at the whole place. That's his house. Come on, we're going to go back. Uh-uh, whoop, whoop. And uh, he's gonna escape. He probably gonna beat him up though, for show. Like how, uh, like how Baji was beating up his second division captain, mm-hmm. just for a little bit of show. Boom, yo, stay down, don't do anything. Pa 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 pa. All right, he's dead. And now everybody walks away. Hey Matt, now you're getting a taste of like what I talk about of Takamichi getting beaten up every, every all, all the time. That's yes. crazy. I mean, that's pretty much how I was introduced to the show anyway. Oh, him go. getting his ass kicked. He's, oh man. He's... I kind of agree with JT though. I think it's just gonna kind of diffuse. Okay. See, I don't think it's gonna be a. a I think a it's just gonna situation. be like. I think it's gonna introduce the tension between Shiba and his older brother yes. because mm-hmm. he's not gonna follow through, and his older brother's gonna be like something like, you know, ha, yeah, like this is why you're a bitch, and then 
he's gonna like snap his fingers and the gang's gonna walk away and be like, yo, don't don't let me catch you at home being a bitch. Mm. Yeah. I just need yo, can she would just be like, yo, I'm telling mom. But like if <laughs> these are children. Yeah, but I don't think I, I don't What is this gang brother, culture like the in, brother, in Japan? I don't the know. The brother I don't the understand. vibes the brother gives is that he curses out his mom. So I don't think that'll listen. So, te- so he's, he's a bad Japanese. Then he don't not no respect for no elders, no nothing. Yo, that is a danger to society. He is a menace. He should be put down. I'm just saying. Not put down. I mean, yeah, and, we and know that, he's a menace. To yeah, that nigga think he all that because he got the red jacket. Uh, he Red Ranger. Everybody else is, you know. Everyone much. else look like the fucking grunts that Rita Repulsa be sending. Mm-hmm. Niggas look like Oompa Loompas. <laughs> Nah, the double-breasted, bro. The double-breasted double, all the way. I ain't gonna lie. The double-breasted all, double the way, all, all, all the way up to the collar. And the collar pointed up, different. These niggas are Shit crazy. Tough, bro. All right, if you had to rank the uniforms, right? Black Dragons, Tomon, Valhalla. 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 The bomber jacket with the fallen angel on the little zipper on the tag. The little zipper would be doing The flight tag on the... Bro. Valhalla, Valhalla definitely. You make you yo, you mix that with some off whites. Boy, I'm bro. telling you, Valhalla was coming different, bro. This, like this is actually yo, bro. These niggas was going crazy. You know, this, it, oh, I nah, was nah, thinking nah, nah, about getting the, the jacket too. No, no, no. Well, I mean, if you were gonna do it, you should do the 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 that one versus the um, <laughs> the, tone the tone one. Oh no, I know that. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. no. But the tone one was. This yo. is shit. Fucking Baji and Kazutora and this shit. Like yo, boy, this it's shit tough. Like, Valhalla yeah. jacket fire, bro. Yeah, this is this is kind of Valhalla basically Christ the King. <laughs> Toman is a uh, mop bird. No, mop bird. Mop bird. <laughs> so who's Black Dragons? Black Dragons is who? That's, IMG that's, Academy. That's, <laughs> IMG Academy. Yeah, that's not real school. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they're they're not a real. They're, they're not a kids gang. Yeah, right. They're criminals. <laughs> Yo, y'all are crazy. Okay, well. Yeah, um, I might we, tweet that later too. I, I, I love Tokyo Revengers. This is this is just perfect because we got to do the entire first season on this pod, and now we're doing it for week weekly. So this is perfect, Matt. Um, now that you have two episodes, has your opinion on the show changed at all, or like how has how it grown? If it has, or are we just like you're still fully feeling it out, or not really understanding, or not really feeling? What, what is the vibe? What's the vibe? I mean, at this point, I understand the show. Okay, but now I'm just like. I just need to keep watching so that I can learn more of the actual, like, history or gotcha. lore so that I can have some more context for, like... You gotta watch a, a longer season one recap video, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, right. I mean, I, I do like the show, though. I mean, it's interesting, and, I mean, you know, I like the characters, which is cool. Right. I feel like, I, you know, I'm, I'm like... I can't wait till you meet the other ones. I'm on like. their side so far, so... Right. Can't say anything else? No, sir. All right. Wait. Uh, yeah, we need we need the police. Something something's gotta be. I'm telling you, this, we just PSA. We need something because there's there's no reason why you have a whole gang in the in the alleyway. This 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 the street blocking up traffic. It doesn't make no sense. Also, them niggas are not related. I don't care what you guys say. Them niggas all got three different hair colors, three different eye colors. I'm telling you, multiple fathers. So then it goes to another question of what is the family dynamics in Japan right now? What's going on? Um, the no. similarities between the similarities between our communities is a little bit sim- more similar than we like to think. Um, Crazy. A mm, little bit. A mm, little bit. At least in this show. No. No? No. No. <laughs> Baby daddy drama. What's no in Spanish? No. No. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no in French? No. No. No in Italian? 
Pepperoni. <laughs> Our resident Italian Matty. Arrivederci. All right. Um, guys, we do not have Anime Book Club next week. We took a week off, but we will be starting it back next week with a show called Bochi the Rock. We're going to be doing episodes one to three for next week. I can find that on Crunchyroll. It was one that um, I'm not 100% sure what it's about. I read a quick description, but like I just know people were just like, holy shit, this shit took me by surprise. Why is this so good? I think it's going to be a bit more plot heavy and a bit more emotional. So slightly different than what we normally do here. So JT's upset because he's thinking it's going to be no titties. Nigga want me to, nigga want me to have feelings. Oh my God. But, um, Are we doing that now with, with, with Revengers? Oh my God. Oh, this is crazy. But thank you guys for listening. Be ready for next week. And we will catch y'all next week. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold-blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion.